0: pump day pump day
1: turned on the faucet last night and didn't turn it off. It's raining like a summon a bitch, as Bernie Mac would have said. It was pouring. Dickhead yesterday on the news. Yesterday we went out and ran some errands, and the dickhead on the morning news. This is why I don't trust fucking anybody who wants to talk about the goddamn climate. Yesterday morning. The news guy said we might see some sprinkles in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Might see some sprinkles. Might see some sprinkles. It was full-on goddamn Noah's Ark weather yesterday. I mean, seriously, it was raining. It was raining sideways. We had that Vietnam rain. It was craziness yesterday, and it created stayed throughout the night. It's raining this morning. Said it, it'll be gone by ten o'clock this morning. It's like 42 degrees outside. That's cold. Nobody wants it that cold. But, hey, we're here. We're, we're, we're doing the job. We're doing it. Uh, a little dedication here, a little little song going out to a couple people. Here we go.
2: Turn out the lights. The party's over.
1: Yeah, uh, first of all, that, that goes to the Houston Astros. Because the World Series is over. The Atlanta Braves won. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, and it was such, it was pure joy last night. I'm flipping around between election coverage and the World Series and recorded Chicago fires that I want to watch, right? Get to the ninth inning of the World Series, bottom of the ninth, or yeah, bottom of the ninth. I just watch the World Series because I want to see the game end. 7 nothing, First shutout since the Astros were shut out against the fucking White Sox. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, I'm sorry. I have a sound effect for that. Wait a second, we have Nelson on here. Uh, there we go. (laughs) There you go, to all my Astros friends out there. Uh, But, but now that song also goes out.
3: They say that all
2: good things must end. Call it a night. Democrats are over. over,
1: and tomorrow starts the same old thing. What a night it was in politics. We will get to it. Let me say my good morning to everybody first. Straight fire, first one here says, happy, happy, happy ass hump day. Oh, God damn it, where the hell is that?
3: Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. To everybody. Douglas says, good.
1: Pump day. Morning, meet my people. Uh, Ghost in Nevada, Fred says, morning, y'all. Braddy Kid says, good morning. Braddy Kid, I hope that you have a spectacular day. Kale says, pump day. Uh, to the masses of asses, Derek Olson says, good morning, ass family, and happy. Pump
0: day. Pump day. Pump
1: day. Scott says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Eris is in the house. She says, good morning. And Ogre says, buenos dias, familia. Last night, major elections did happen across the country, maybe not in your state. In Texas here, we voted on some crazy shit. But, hey, you got to get out and vote. Got to go out and vote, people. Last night in Virginia, the, the the eyes that everybody was watching last night was the Virginia governor race. Between the incumbent, Terry McAuliffe, who's a Democrat, and a Republican businessman, Glenn Youngkin. Now, I don't know anything about either one of those because I don't care about Virginia. I know that this uh, ge- the Governor Terry McAuliffe, look, the Democrats have wanted him. I don't know what he has, what kind of hold he has in Virginia, but Jen P. Suckey, who still has COVID, oh, my heart goes out to her. It really doesn't. But uh, she got nailed with a threat of the Hatch Act policy being put on her. When she said that the president was rooting for him to win. Uh, A sitting president cannot have any kind of leaning. They can go and speak for people, but they can't do what she did. So she almost got censured for that. And this guy has come out and said um, he, 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 he lost the election last night. Let's just get to the main point. He lost. And he lost it on his own. This guy came out and said there are too many white teachers in Virginia, which I don't know what that fucking means. This is the guy who also backs up a school board that wants to call parents terrorists. Last night was a clear vote that parents still do want to have a say in their children's lives, at least in Virginia. I was going through the TikTok this morning and put my jokes up. I'll share those with you here in just a little bit. But uh, as I'm scrolling through, Fat Fuck Rosie O'Donnell came on there, said, ah, "The bad guy won." Now I don't, I don't know anything about Glenn Youngkin. I don't, I don't think there are a lot of people that do know a lot about him, unless you live in Virginia and your last name is Youngkin. But to call him a bad guy just because—see, this is where we are. This is where I, I can call Terry McAuliffe a, a bad guy because he wants to call parents terrorists. And he says there are too many white teachers. I, I I think that's awful for somebody to say. I don't know anything that Glenn Youngkin said. If he said some bad things and, and they want to see him as a bad guy, then then he's a bad guy. But to just come out and say yeah, the a bad guy one. Shut up, Rosie. You fucking dumb fucking whatever Sasquatch. Derek says yes, America. Yeah, because last and and see the reason why this race was so I I like I said. If somebody can explain, I know Washington, D.C. is up right there in Virginia and Maryland and all that kind of stuff. And uh, this race was big because it showed that Republicans in Virginia went blue. And that's why everybody said, oh, shit. Uh-oh. This is not good. Well, that wasn't good. But what's worse and they haven't figured out who the winner is yet, but it being this close is bad for Democrats, the New Jersey governor race. New Jersey has historically been a blue state. It's up there with New York. They have, it, it's the same thing. It, New Jersey has to suffer the same political runoff that Nevada does. From California. California is going to be a blue state forever. Nevada used to be a red state. Then all the Californians started to move to Nevada. Nevada is now a blue state. Same thing with New Jersey. (laughs) Rosie is not a Sasquatch. She's a hut. Or as Han Solo put it, a slimy piece of worm-ridden filth. I apologize. My bad. Uh Republican equals racist, white supremacist, all around bad dude. Thank you. I appreciate that, Douglas. He says, oh, hopefully people rise up here in Cali and stand up next November and boot that tyrant out of California. We'll see. It, look, I do I I I have some predictions that I, I see, but let's see. In front says, Good morning, ass family. Lisa says, morning ass family, another protest going on today. Walk out for all healthcare workers, truckers, firefighters, paramedics, teachers, and law enforcement students as well. Okay, we'll get to that because yesterday in New York, I believe it was something like, uh, was it 9,000 police didn't, or or 900 police? Yesterday was the vaccine mandate, like, cutoff date, and if you weren't vaccinated, you're you're put on leave, and I think it's like 9,000 cops were put on leave. 2,800 firefighters called in sick yesterday. Okay. This is what I see happening, honestly. And, and, and my prognostication isn't too bad when it comes to this stuff sometimes. You're going to see the Democrats change their tunes. You're going to see elected officials on the Democratic side really, really change their tunes. Because, look, McAuliffe losing is such a blow to them because they brought in the sitting vice president. They brought in the sitting president, both of them, Barack Obama and the puppet himself, Joe Biden, to speak in favor of Terry McAuliffe, And he still lost. Usually when you get the big guns in there like that, that's a no-brainer. And you never see that many big guns talking for the same person. Yes, Christopher, you're absolutely right. This is a prelude. I called it yesterday the splash. This is the starting splash of the red wave that will hit next midterm. And that's why you are going to see Democrats start to mind their P's and Q's. Now, is it too late? I don't know. I, I, for California, I think it's too late. I, I mean, what, what California has to put up with is, is completely a joke. You're going to see that governor continue to double down because he thinks he is bulletproof. And I guess rightfully so. He should think he's that way. Because he he's withstood a fucking recall. He's one of the least popular people in this country, yet he's still in power. But Democrats that are running in states like, I don't know, New Jersey, Virginia. Because last night, Virginia not only won the governorship, they got lieutenant governor and attorney general. If you're running for Senate or Congress next year and you're a Democrat and you're an incumbent, you better fucking go down to the U-Haul store and get some fucking boxes. Because that red wave will come through. If you continue on the path that you're on, which includes this ridiculous build back better plan and all your weird taxes and all the things you you, you want to say about parents being terrorists. I, I truly believe, I uh, truly, I truly believe. Uh, Lieutenant Governor's speech was awesome. She'd die for America as a Marine. Um, I truly believe that Democrats are going to start not being themselves. It's actually pronounced build back bullshit. Thank you. I appreciate that, Douglas. I'm sorry. I, I hate when I mess stuff up like that. Build back bullshit. And if the New Jersey, let, let me just tell you right now, if the New Jersey thing happens and they elect a Republican governor, that is, it, this is a clear sign to the president that America hates you. You are a piece of garbage. And your party is going to go, I mean, it, it, it's, it, this, is, this is one of those awesome things to watch. Because it shows Americans are paying attention, and that makes me happy. Ogre says there's so much pork, it's oink oink better. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, let's put them breathalyzers on all cars. Oh man, I, like like I said, that last night was it was I uh, for a, a news geek like me, it was fun to watch this, even though. The three big networks, ABC, CBS, and NBC, anybody who wants to say that they're down the middle, nope, just stop. They did not mention the Virginia gubernatorial showdown on their Monday nightly newscasts. They knew something was up. I'm stunned, simply stunned that Poopy Joe, yes, that's his new name now, Poopy Joe, couldn't motivate people to do something other than get pancakes. And I up. Poopy Joe was on his way home last night, refused to talk. Like, he got in late after all the results were in, didn't talk to anybody, didn't talk to reporters when he got off the plane. Oh, Poopy Joe is not a happy guy this morning. Can you imagine can you yeah, let, let's, let's picture ourselves shall we? Let's take ourselves away. Let's go to the White House this morning. Poopy Joe is sitting in there and he's got his chair that's a little bit higher than everybody else's. He's got a bib on. He's got syrup on his face, a little jelly on his face. He eats with the, he's pounding his plate. Ah More multi meal. Give him cream of wheat, he kicks that out of the way. What's going on here? Dr. Jill's just fucking, she's in the background just shaking her head. He shits himself. Oh, Joe, do we have to change you
3: again? No, I'm a man.
1: (laughs) Oh, today would be such a great day. It'd be a fly on the wall in the White House. You're going to hear Joe cussing up a storm. Fuck, shit, cock, balls. Probably throw some slurs out there because he's an old Democrat. (laughs) Uh, Mike D says, good morning, everybody. Well, uh, Well, they're going to try and change their tune. I doubt anyone buys their garbage anymore. I think the career politician is dead in this country. Rhinos are out. Liberal lefties are out. Oh, and they tried to cheat, and you can bet New Jersey will, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, look, look. This whole mail-in ballot that they have, they were explaining it last night, where you separate the envelope in the ballot, and there's nobody to watch that. Oh, they're trying. And and look, look, the, Terry McAuliffe did not concede until the last minute. guy in New Jersey still ain't conceding. Joe's walking around the White House today. You want to see my pecker? They're saying New Jersey is being rigged. All of a sudden overnight, a bunch of votes come through for it with a Democrat lead. Oh, it doesn't surprise me. Look here. Look, look, look. Here's the thing. Buenos dias, Adam J. If somehow New Jersey does go the way of the Democrat, okay. But the writing is on the wall. The writing's on the wall, and a lot of states, see, they had to vote this way because they're still in COVID protocol. Unless for some reason, if the government, see, this is going to be another thing that's going to be big. Watch, wait, mark my words. COVID is going to slowly slip away to where we don't talk about COVID numbers anymore. We don't talk about the weekly deaths anymore. It just kind of gets swept. If you want the American people to start trusting your side, I, I would say the first thing that you do is you allow handcuffs to be put on Dr. Anthony Fauci. You, you, you want to try, try to get on the good grace of American people, you put him in handcuffs. Not only for the murder and treatment of dogs, but how about lying to Congress? He perjured himself, not once, not twice, but three times. And this man is still allowed to walk free? Are you serious? I'm sure he knows where a lot of bodies are buried in Washington, D.C., and you have to worry about that. But you can always put him in jail and then Epstein him. Just saying. But when ABC, CBS, and NBC do not even mention the gubernatorial race the night before the election, you know they know, and they know something's up. And this is the sad part, is that instead of having journalists who report facts and the truth, which is what journalism is supposed to be, you have all these networks that are in bed, I mean, look. If you turned on CNBC last night, first of all, what the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, all the stories that I have seen so far. It, let, let me let me read what the headline is. Um, the meltdown. I'm sorry, not CNBC. MSNBC. NBC's meltdown. Uh, I mean, it, it's so. I wish they had the video of the meltdown. Is is this part of the video? Let's see. Oh, that's an ad. I don't want to see the ad. But and and I don't care that they're MSNBC. They're journalists.
0: Every open the Delta variant, the the wave from the Delta variant is coming down. There are some, there are some some variables that that are guy, moving in the right direction at this. Point. Rachel, Rachel Maddow. Maddow which was interesting that the coronavirus or that the virus it was a very As low not importance to many yes. of the voters there. Was it was education right which is code for white parents don't like the idea of teaching right. about race and i mean unfortunately race is just the most palpable tool in the toolkit it used to be of the democratic party back right. in the day when there were dixiecrats and now of the republican party it just is powerful i don't di- i don't disagree with that
1: wow Wow! I I I mean, it's so funny to see that that parents don't want that. That because when you when you say that teaching race and CRT is just as important as math, you realize how stupid you sound. You sound as stupid as those people who say I don't see colors. I mean, honestly, and 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 it's so funny that Twitter was eviscerating. This meltdown. How can you have a meltdown on live television over elections? Because your side didn't win. I act that way when my fucking Longhorns lose. I wouldn't want to be on TV as a pundit doing a Longhorn game when they lost because you would see me, and this is why I am not a professional journalist. Oh, God. Oh, the best is watching Rachel Maddow meltdown. It gives me sexual pleasure. Her reaction in 2016 was priceless. Maddow, the the talking penis. Neck looks like a dick shaft with a head talking. Rachel Maddow is such a moron. Good Lord. I don't even know how that fucking thing gets a job. She's so goddamn dumb and unattractive. Good God. Uh, it, it, it's so funny to watch all of this shit happen uh let's see what else do we have here um all right CNN analyst did I do that do, do I have that story? I get rid of it already all right I already did that one uh let's see uh Department of Justice. Oh, 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 this. Now, see, this is the kind of shit that the left have to stop. They have to stop their boys and girls that work for the media saying this kind of shit. Joe Lockhart, a political analyst on CNN, compares the anti-Biden rally cry, let's go, Brandon, okay, we talked about the Let's Go Brandon thing yesterday on the air. We, we, we talked about it. And how all it is. Hold on, I got to train something here. All right, got that all set. Good. Never mind. Nothing to see here. It's for Friday's show. Um, How All it is is a shot at the media. People yell it, and and they yell it because they don't want to yell, fuck Joe Biden, because fuck Joe Biden is what they were saying. And it took a member of the media to say, oh, they're yelling, let's go, Brandon, which is a lie, which is why I love it when people call that out, because it makes journalists feel like shit. And by the way, Rightfully so. But Joe Lockhart, the CNN political analyst, says that the let's go, Brandon, is coded rhetoric just like Nazis used, the Ku Klux Klan used, and ISIS. He said in a tweet, you know who also had coded statements like Brandon? Which by the way, by the coded statement, was created by a liberal member of the media, not by the the Republicans. ISIS, the Klan, Nazis. Starting to get the point. So 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 the people but let, 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 let's let let's play in this guy's stupid fucking backyard for just one second, shall we? The people that chant, let's go, Brandon. I I i I started the chant at the Alabama show, and I can tell you that I've never killed one Jewish person, let alone six million. I have never hung a black person, or anyone, like the Klan. And I have never flown planes into buildings and killed u.s service members like isis and i don't think a lot of those people that were chanting it at that concert that that night have done any of those things as well this guy should be fired see see this is where we got to clean up our media we got to clean up everything if you want to keep the likes of the talking dick Rachel Maddow on TV or, or the, the giant mustache of Geraldo Rivera, when they go as far as to say, let's go, Brandon, is a coded chant that was also used by people like ISIS, which I guess their coded chant was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How is this person employed? How, how do we allow that? You say one bad thing about George Floyd, you're fired from a news network. This guy equated Americans who pay taxes, who go to work, who may or may not serve our country. He's calling them Nazis, terrorists, and Klan members. It's like he was in that giant line in Blazing Saddles, and he said, you, you, and you, you guys are all on my team here. Wow. The only thing Arnie kills is toilets. Damn right. Maybe someone should deliver a copy of the classic The Boy Who Cried Wolf to every yapping member of the media. Maybe they'll learn that spouting the words racist or Nazi have no meaning when you keep falling back on them. Like a singular button on the old Atari 2600 controller. The old joystick. I hated the paddles. I I liked the joystick, but boy, you could break the shit out of that thing. But you did say, let's go, Brandon, which is by far worse than flying a plane into a building. Very true, Douglas. It's a (laughs) distinction from Arnie Beats' children. He kills toilets. I love that people like this are still gamefully employed, gamefully employed. CNN's paying that guy hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to be on their network. Hey, can we call these people terrorists? How about this? Can we start calling the homeless people that are camping out? And by the way, by the way, they said it they used it in the in these people, these bums who are camped out along the railroads in LA. They have been burgling, and we all know that a burglar is defined as someone who burgles. They have been burgling all the cargo containers that are stuck there. Now, I don't know about you, but wouldn't that be a form of terrorism? Thousands of boxes have been seen laying near the tracks as far as the eye could see in L.A., Lincoln Park. FedEx container and several others had their doors wide open and boxes tipping over. Boy, somebody better not steal my damn cheetah skin jumpsuit. I'll be pissed about that shit. Didn't you know that the Let's Go Brandon is disparaging to the most popular former vice president? Yes, very, very true. Union Pacific says it's aware of the theft and is working with local police on the matter. Why are we lurking? No, 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 no. I want Homeland Security there.
4: Uh,
1: These people, somebody who chants, Let's Go Brandon. Exercising their First Amendment right, they're not, uh, look, let's go, Brandon, is not offensive. I mean, if people were yelling out, fuck small children, that would be offensive. But they're saying, let's go, Brandon. And you're equating them to Nazis. Nazis. Look, look, I'm done with the chants. I'm done with all the bullshit. Last night was a good night for Republicans. I won't say it was a good night for, it was a great night for Republicans, obviously. It was a better night for hopefully the future of America. And what we need to do once again, and, and look, look. I don't hate Democrats. I disagree with a lot of the things they, they they stand for now. I don't like the progressives. The progressives have ruined the Democratic Party, but the Democrats have plenty of good ideas out there. If they truly want to help people, then there's nothing wrong with that, if they have plans to help those people. And by the way, there are plenty of terrible Republicans on the right That that... Taylor Marjorie Taylor Green person I I, I, I can't stand with her because she's kind of a nut job there's nut jobs on both sides and see the nut jobs used to cancel each other out because the smart people in Congress would let them cancel each other out but now the problem is that they don't cancel each other out because the media goes straight to them because the media, and, and let me tell you how the media works. I, I think I've told this story before. My first job in broadcasting, and by the way, I'm celebrating 30 years in broadcasting. This month. This month marks my 30th year in public broadcasting. Now I'm in private broadcasting with the internet and all. Um I sat down, and I was talking when I was an intern at a TV station. And I was talking to one of the sports guys, and he told me that he was a a young journalist in Indiana during Bobby Knight's tenure with the Indiana Hoosiers basketball team. Bobby Knight, if you don't know who he is, he's a legendary basketball coach who I truly love. I think he is awesome. And he was known for his temper. In his rage, he threw a fucking chair across the, the, the court. I love the guy. And this news director told this young broadcaster, who now is works for Fox Sports South, his name is Rick Renner. He said, Rick, I need you to piss Bobby Knight off during the press conference. Rick Renner was a young broadcaster. He knew what he wanted to do. Indiana lost a tough game that they shouldn't have lost, and Bobby Knight was pissed. And, and you can still find this. You won't hear the question asked. You just get to see Bobby Knight lose his shit by saying, what kind of question is that? That's the stupidest question I've ever heard. Rick Renner asked, hey, Bobby, what do you think is cleaner, a dog's mouth or a human's mouth? That was the question he asked. They didn't film that. They filmed the response. Now, I liked Rick. I thought Rick was a fun guy, and he's doing sports, so whatever. But we have to stop with that kind of journalism. That's the kind of shit we have to stop because that's not being true. That's not being real. Just to get a a terrible reaction from a coach just so you can have some fucking great highlights. And that's what's being done left and right. It happens all the time. This is why it has to stop. Yes, you were ten when, you, when yeah, yeah, that means you're forty. MTG is hilarious. She's been uh, fined forty-four thousand dollars for not wearing a mask. I love that she's not backing down on the mask mandate. Oh yeah. Oh, I I understand. Uh, it was a win for families in Virginia. Yeah. But fuck Trump is actively encouraging by the leftists. Oh, absolutely. See, that's my favorite thing. That that's so awesome. That is so awesome that finally people are calling out uh, all these people that said, fuck Donald Trump, he's not my president. Not my president. Fuck Donald Trump. You can't yell, let's go, Brandon. That's mean, and that's what terrorists did. Well, then you're calling yourself a terrorist between 2016 and 2020, then aren't you? Well, 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 no. Well, you are. See, these people that are so far gone that they're so invested in their ideology, and that's the problem. They're so that they've invested everything that they are. They think that everything that they are and people see are their politics. Don't do that. That, Wait, 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 where's that drop there? Uh do I even have any more? Oh, yeah. Stop
4: it. Get some help.
1: Yeah. If your identity is your politics... Please don't do that. Yeah, yeah, because why?
4: You're eating poop.
1: Just, you, you gotta stop. Or, or... You have to learn how to take it. See, we live in a wonderful society now where people can dish it out all the time, but they can't fucking take it. I am a devout Texas Longhorn fan. I am a devout Dallas Cowboy fan. And I've come out and I've talked plenty of shit about both those teams. And when I talk shit about those teams, when they let me down and they lose, guess what? I got to get it back. Now, do I like getting it back? Absolutely not. It sucks. It sucks taking a big bite out of a shit sandwich like that. Absolutely, positively is the worst and some people will go, well, Arnie, that's sports. That doesn't matter. No, 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 no. no. In the big picture, do you think that we truly matter? I, I, I mean, When it comes to politics, we go out there and we vote, and I tell everybody to vote all the time. People hate the electoral college, and they, they, they will never do anything about it. Do our voices truly matter to those that are in politics? The lifelong politicians, does our voice really truly matter to them? The answer you're looking for is no. Doesn't. And this is why we have to get them out of office. Let's see. Uh, Radberger says, let's go, Brandon, the 2022 dog whistle term for racism. That's what the left does with anything that makes them look like fools. Yeah, oh, it, it does. Manchin and SEMA now have cover to say no way on special spending. Romney and now never uh, the Never Trumpers have some cover on the so-called 1.2 infrastructure social spending plan. None of it will happen. Or the 1.2 might quickly... I hope the politics take over and none of it happens. Yeah, I, I, I don't see any of it happening. Sassy Pammy says, how about that? Well, if you're going to give me shit about the catch, you have to get it right and call it what it is, the catch. When Dwight Clark caught the ball over Everson Walls to catapult the Niners into the Super Bowl and wreck my life, do you know what I was going through at the time of the catch? And and look, look, this is the thing. It doesn't bother me because I am a sports fan, and I learned how to take shit. The Sunday before that happened was the Sunday my dad drank gasoline. My dad was in Presbyterian Hospital psychiatric ward that entire week and was in there for the game of the catch I hate the catch why? because I have to see it so goddamn many times you know it, but, but here's the thing as a sports fan I have to take my lumps and these Democrats don't realize that they have to take their lumps Republicans you took your lumps for four fucking years 2016 through 2020 was nothing but a a fucking online barrage against anyone who had an R next to their name. Some people could take it, me and a lot of others. And now that it's time we start handing out the ass whippings, there's nobody in line. (laughs) Sassy Pammy, you don't have to apologize at all. I've never, ever revealed that. But, yes, my dad was in the psychiatric ward. And they let him watch it because he didn't really try to kill himself. He just drank gasoline. He wasn't trying to kill himself. But, yeah. You have to see it so many times because it's the, quote, greatest moment in sports. I I disagree. I disagree. I, I think that if you'd like to have the catch somewhere near the top, It is the most replayed event in sports history, the catch, and it makes me sick. The greatest moment in sports history had to be, do you believe in miracles? Still, had to be. And by the way, you know where I was for that? My father had just been given a 9% chance to live with them taking out his voice box. He was at Baylor Hospital in Dallas. Still remember it. I got yelled at for jumping on his bed the night they beat the Russians. That, to me, is the greatest moment in sports. But, hey, if you live on the West Coast and you're a big Niner fan, I can't take it away from you. I hate the moment. I hate it. I can talk about it. D.D. Lewis just stops fucking pressuring Joe Montana. And Everson Walls, number 24, just looks up at Dwight Clark. Wow, look at him. He's jumping high for that ball. Holy shit, he's got plenty of room to land in bounds. <laughs> Your dad didn't get raped in his Baylor hospital bed? No, it wasn't down in Waco. Ba- Baylor's all over Texas. Baylor hospitals are good in Texas. Yeah. Uh, oh, the Immaculate Reception would like a word. Oh, not with Raider fans it wouldn't, because Raider fans say that that was an illegally touched ball. Last night was the greatest day in sports. What, did the, the Braves won? Dude, that guy who hit the fucking home run, the ball that still land. Fucking Elon Musk wants to buy that ball. Elon wants to know, he wants to know how he got to go that far that fast. But yes. Look, look, look. Uh, you say what uh, Cher said about the Republicans, part party Nazis are going to make America's white only club. I did not see that, but that doesn't. There will always be Vince Young, fourth and five, to beat SC. That is one of true... Look, look. I was thinking about this last week when I talked about... When we had that Lister Mail about suicide and stuff. Um, my greatest sports memory... Is is a loss. I I was at the USC Texas game. And that to me, I didn't think anything could ever top that. I, I honestly did. I didn't think anything could ever top that. And then the twenty eleven World Series came around and said, Here, hold my beer. Being at game three of that World Series the greatest sporting moment of my life. was it a World Series with my dad? And the Rangers lost. Man, I and, and as many people want to say, well, you sure the Texas one isn't your greatest? And I'm like, like I'm going to be honest with you. It is up there. It is number two, but nothing will ever replace that moment with my dad. Not even catching the foul ball and spilling a spit cup on my dad. But the thing is that you have to learn. And do you know how much shit I had to hear after the fucking Rangers lost that World Series by being one pitch away twice? Oh, my
0: God.
1: To this day, I still hear it. I got to interview, and I have a picture, and maybe I'll put that picture up today, of me and Tony La Russa. Tony La Russa came on my sports show, was in the studio. Tony La Russa was the manager of that World Series team. He said some very, very nice things about me to my dad on the air, which I almost started just bawling on the air. But when he first walked in my studio, I said, uh, I, I said Mr. La Russa, I thank you for coming in, and let me just say, I think you're the greatest manager of my lifetime at least, but you ruined my 2011. And he looks at me, and he goes, and he had it on his fucking pinky. That's how much of a fucking baller this guy was. He has a World Series pinky ring. And he looked at me he goes, you mean this one? And he wiggled it at me. That's the ultimate shit talk. Now, if I was a Democrat of today, I would have thrown his ass out of the studio. You racist. Sure, that's got blood diamonds on it. GOP or Nazis will make America a white only club. Where when did this start? Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, 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 wait.
1: When did all this start? That black folks don't have a What about all the black Republicans that are out there? There are plenty of black conservatives. Oh, they're just Uncle Tom's? Hmm. Was heckling Jose Canseco one of your greatest moments? It's One of my favorite moments. Nor Tommy got me in trouble because I was so drunk. But he, he looked up at me and said, I, I eat fat boys like you for breakfast. And I looked at him and I said, I hope you're fucking hungry. <laughs> he would have whooped my ass. That some bitch was, what, 6'5", 250, all muscle. And then there was 19-year-old Arnie who's drunk as fucking shit, fat, and doesn't give a fuck. But see, I knew in my head, I knew I wasn't going to jump over the rail and come down there. His his own relief pitcher Mark Parent was laughing at him because I was clowning his ass. But you see, this is the thing. That's the thing. The way people treat politics now is like the way people treat sports. This is your whole identity. Don't do that because these people don't know you. And here's the other thing. They actually do owe you, but you're never, ever going to get paid off. You voted for them. Well, I buy those sports jerseys, okay? I don't mean that Jose Canseco or whoever your favorite player is is going to come to your damn birthday party. People like Cher are afforded the luxury in this country to say stupid shit like that. Imagine someone coming out and saying, if we elect a black president, oh, my gosh, then the whites are going to be enslaved. That person would be fucking thrown into the gallows forever and ever. Amen. Are you kidding me? This, this, and, and Mike D., I think you're actually right. It started when Folk Obama got in, the Great Divider. We actually had to hear about these things called hate laws, or hate crimes. Now, hate crimes to me are disgusting. But hate crimes are just crimes. I look at it. And here, here, here's the part that really doesn't make any sense when it comes to hate crimes. By the way, look this up if you don't believe me. I challenge you to look up everything I talk about because I've lived it, I've looked it up, I know what I'm talking about. If a white person commits a crime against a person of color, white, Hispanic, Middle Eastern, that is considered a hate crime. When a white commits a crime against another white, it's a crime. When a black person commits a crime against a black person, it's black on black. Now, why is it when a black person commits a crime against a white person, it's never deemed a hate crime? Or when a black person commits a crime against a Mexican person, why is that not deemed a hate crime? When a Mexican commits a crime against a black person, not a hate crime. Mexican against a white, not a hate crime. Why is that? And when hate crime came out, they 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 kind of they tried to sneak this one in, and it was called hate speech. Now at that time when hate speech was ushered in, I was working on public broadcast airways. And I was working in radio, and I live and die by the by the First Amendment of the Constitution, the freedom of speech. Now I cannot enact a riot. I cannot incite violence. I cannot yell crowded theater inside a movie or inside a fire. God, I keep fucking that joke up. God damn it. Uh, Douglas, you're getting ahead of me, but that's okay. When that was finally challenged and you had to ask, "What what is hate speech? And when you found out, you're like, wait a second. And somebody said, whoa, 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 whoa. And they had to hear it in front of the Supreme Court of the United States of America. And the Supreme Court at that time was, I believe it was more liberally ruled. I'm, I'm not sure exactly who, exactly the date that it was ruled upon. But the Supreme Court of the United States said hate speech is protected under the First Amendment, meaning you cannot be arrested for it. Burning the American flag is not considered hate speech. Protected. What hate, this is the way hate speech was defined originally, and I'm not kidding about this. I remember doing this example on the air. If you called somebody the F word for gay and you put the God at the end, that was considered a hate speech, and that's a hate crime. Now, this is the way that it could have been played out. And I remember saying this on the air, and I was told that I was 100% right about this, and this is the part that scared me the most. And I actually did. Truth be known, I stopped going out for a while. I was a target, okay? I was, I, I had, I, and, and look, I did it to myself, and my job did it to me. I had a gigantic target painted on my back. I was very anti-gay marriage on the air. I, I was very, very anti-marijuana on the air for the longest time. Now I'm no longer those ways on either of the subjects because, well, it, I I don't care anymore. At the time, I didn't care much, but hey, I had to I had to make you know I had to do a show. So this is the way I framed it. Let's say I go to the mall. And I've been accosted many times, verbally accosted at the mall many times. With my dad, somebody told me how much they hated me. And I said, thanks for listening to the show. So I could be at the mall, walking around, somebody sees me. Let's say it's two. Insert whatever. Black guys, Mexicans, gay guys. All they have to do is go to a security guard and said, hey, that guy in the longhorn shirt with the A hat on, he called us. Insert slur here. Security would have then taken me into custody and called the police because I committed hate speech, which is a hate crime. Now, no, I didn't do it. But if there's two of them, that means one guy says it and the other guy says, yes, I'm his his witness. They could have arrested me, and can you imagine how that would be on the news? Local DJ arrested for hate speech. Clearly, I would have lost my job immediately. Because it wouldn't have been alleged hate speech. It would have been he was arrested for hate speech. I would be arrested. There'd be a trial. And maybe the two gay guys don't show up for said trial or whatever. And charges are dropped. But my life is ruined already. My life is over. Why? Because I have a target on my back and because hate speech was a stupid, stupid law. Bingo, I still ask idiots today to define what the fuck hate speech is and how it's illegal or should be. Well, the Supreme Court of the United States came out and ruled that hate speech is protected under the First Amendment, saying you can say all the things you want. And you will not be arrested for it. Now, you won't be arrested for it, but there are consequences. See, this is where I talk all all the time, about consequences. You can say whatever you want in this country. That doesn't mean that people have to accept it. When you say something is legal, when when you refer to the First Amendment, You have to understand that means the government isn't going to come down and arrest you for saying something improperly. That's all it means. Doesn't mean you won't lose your job. Doesn't mean that people will shun you or people will fucking take shots at you to, and that will be against the law on their part. Cowboy's Girl says, yet hate speech against white doesn't exist. Well, hate speech doesn't exist anymore. Now, if you have somebody who comes out and and talks a lot of shit against white people, then you have the chance to affect them financially by firing them from your job for creating an unsafe work environment. Because, look, if they're going to say these things, then then you you have to back it up. I will say this. I, I will agree with you, Cowboys, Girl on the point that it's going to be hard as shit to get get away with doing that. To fire a black person, if they come into work and they call everybody cracker and everybody honky, and they, and they, and they make life difficult for white, well, you, you're not going to get a lot of public sympathy behind you. And the problem is that that's where we say it, once again, the double standard that rules America. Majority of voters didn't agree with gay marriage, but the Supreme Court said, fuck, it, fuck the voters, so wrong. Well, the first time, the voters didn't agree with it. Because remember, California did not get gay marriage in in 2008. And I've told you all why. It's because black people did not vote for gay marriage. It's the first election of Barack Obama. Black people were upset at gay people because gay people equated themselves to going through the same struggles that black people went through in the civil rights era. And I got I to gotta say, that's fucking ballsy. I have yet to see German shepherds released on gay people. And that's why it didn't pass. Then it did pass. Once it passed, it was free. It was ready to go. Tim says, buenos dias, oh, family oh. What's up there, Tim in Grass Valley? But once again, these are consequences that people don't want to live with. The Rachel Maddows of the world do not want to live with the consequences of her actions. Her actions are this. She comes out on a nightly basis and spews nothing but fucking hate-filled rhetoric towards another group of people. And the payback is her ratings. I have more listeners than she has viewers. CNN, the, the other night, they, they gave the CNN ratings. CNN ratings, this is not a joke. This is the truth. CNN numbers, more people watched rerun of Full House than watched CNN like last week sometime. Yet you're still going to pay her millions of dollars and she can't beat a rerun of a shitty show? I mean, if it was a show like Perfect Strangers, then I can understand why they're getting more numbers. But hey, that's just crazy. By the way, the Democratic Party is at it again. And yes, I know I'm picking on them. But hey, that's the consequence of losing elections last night. Because the Democrats are asking reporters to do a better job selling The Build Back Better Bullshit plan. That's the whistle I have to use to try to get Democrats' attention. That is not the media's job. It's, it's your job as politicians to sell it to America, not the media. I, I find this so funny that the, the Democrats are flat out coming out and saying, Look, you guys work for us. You're supposed to be selling this. So dumb. By the way, by the way, let's go back to something like Consequence here. That Alicia had sent me this story um, about Cher saying the GOP or Nazis will make America's white-only club again. Cher, who do you think comes to your concerts? I'm just wondering. I, I, I just wonder. Who do you think shows up at your shows? The majority of people. Is it like going to a cool in the gang show? God, God rest their, uh, their founder who died last night. Who do you think goes to your shows? And now what will your response be when your shows don't sell out? What will it be? Will you take it on the nose saying, oh, they're just not interested? It's going to be on them. You're going to put the blame on them for not going to your shows. But, Cher, all you got to do is buy this new product. It's been out for a while. Maybe some people have heard of it. It's called a mirror. You want to know why people aren't going to your shows? Take a look in the mirror. You want to know why people don't go, (coughs) pardon me, (coughs) You know why people don't go to Michael Moore movies in droves? Look in the mirror, Michael Moore. First of all, you're repugnant as shit. And I can say that as a fat guy. At least I'm a fat guy who has style and class and some grace about me. You are just a fat tub of shit. You should be on my 600-pound life show. You should be there, who, the gal who has the stomach on her forehead. That's what you look like, Michael Moore. You have, you have no self-respect, and you want to call out gun companies? You want to fucking stop anu- manufacturing ammunition? You want to go against the Second Amendment and all that kind of stuff? Great. Awesome. That's your right as an American to do. But when you call out other Americans, and they don't go see your fucking movies, and they don't buy your documentaries... Don't blame them. No, 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 no. Dang, I thought Negan was on the show. What, does he whistle like that? <laughs> Tim in Grass Valley says, live by the woke, die by the woke. Amen. Gay marriage is gay. <laughs> yes, it's about the definition. Who goes to share shows? White gay guys. Well, and and, and by the way, by the way, Are you not going to allow whites at your shows? Because, I mean, if I were to go to Cher Show, I would think that's pretty much a white-only concert as it is. Michael Moore looks worse than his South Park character drawing. Boy, that's bad. That's bad when you actually look worse than your drawing. Um, there's a, there's a lot of stuff still left. Let, let's let see, uh, Department of Justice, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run through some of these. By the way, Merrick Garland, the most corrupt Attorney General in American history, did not have enough info, and they're gonna have to drop this. The Department of Justice, he, they, they, they said, hey, you, you've gotta give us more facts, more things to base if we want to call parents domestic terrorists. And, of course, he couldn't. Those people that 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 are deemed domestic terrorists by the media, by the woke people that go to, and I'm not talking about the crazy ones that say, I'm going to follow you home and I'm going to rape your daughter. Those are the people that that go too far. The father who storms in because his daughter's raped, and the department, uh, the the school board did nothing about it, and they hid the fact. I understand what he was going through, and, and I applaud him for doing what he did. He's a good daddy. His daughter knows that that daddy's got her back. That's his job. But to call that man a domestic terrorist, please, fucking please. And of course, of course, Merrick Garland couldn't get that pushed through because they have no one, not enough evidence of it. And if you try to equate someone yelling at a school board member to Timothy McVeigh, you've got a huge problem. Let me ask you this. Sacramento people, you remember that shooting that happened a few years ago? Police officers shot a, a, a young black man. He pulled out something shiny when he was running from the police, and they shot him, what, 22 times, killing him? Stefan, was it Stefan Clark? I, I don't remember his name. Do you remember his brother? Remember his brother, how his brother broke into a city council meeting, and he sat on the desk of the mayor of Sacramento and took over the meeting? Wouldn't wouldn't that be construed as domestic terrorism as well? Oh, no, he's an activist. Oh, okay, I see. I see. Bursting into doors that are locked and then disrupting a, 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 a city council meeting, that's activism. That's not domestic terrorism. Oh, okay. Stephen Clark, Stephon Clark. Okay, I got it right. Um... Uh, He's deemed, in a tome- uh, domestic terrorist. Tim New Rule on the show. Um, we, we no longer uh, put, whatchamacallit, uh, links up here. Because if I, and I have to look at it and check it, it, it froze my computer last week, and that's the reason why I am not going to Wrestlemania now So I appreciate it Tim If you have stories and you want to send them to me Please send them to me Either on my uh, ArnieRadio1 at uh, gmail.com page You can send them to my Instagram messages Or you can send them to my messenger page But please do not put them On the Mixler board I appreciate it Thank you Tim Appreciate that Uh, Let's see what else we got here Um we done with all that. Okay, I think we're done with all that. Now let's get into some meat. That is an election. That well, well, well. One story has something to do with the guy who's in office right now. You remember that thing that happened a couple months ago? You know, when we we withdrew from uh, Afghanistan. You remember that? You remember that? And the thirteen marines they got blown up and killed. And you remember the guy who's in charge, his name is Donald. No, it's not. It's Joe Biden. Joe Biden was, but but I'm sure it was Donald Trump's fault. By the way, by the way, yeah, is anybody going to give Donald Trump credit for what happened last night in Virginia? Probably not. But you remember, everything that happened in Afghanistan, once again, Donald Trump's fault. Even though Joe had been in office for long enough, Joe allowed the Taliban to take over as the ruling government of Afghanistan. And earlier, uh, either this week or last week, we found out that China is actually building a military base right there on the border of Afghanistan. How convenient. Oh, yes, I remember. You got the commemorative T-shirt. You're welcome. Yes, the, <laughs> the Kabul Skydiving Club, which is one of the greatest T-shirts ever. Thank you again, Christopher. That was a great birthday present. Um, how about this? So, so the Taliban, they're in charge, right? Paw- Pawana Malik. That's a, the nine-year-old girl. Her daddy's name is Abdul, because this is now legal in Afghanistan under the Taliban's rule. Um, The Afghan father, Abdul, was forced to sell his nine-year-old daughter to a 55-year-old man as a child bride... So he can buy food. I want you to think about that. You've got to sell your nine-year-old daughter because you need to buy food because there are no jobs for people that aren't in the Taliban. No, 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 no. And if there's any money, that's going to go to the Taliban. he pled with the child's new husband not to beat her because he's going to be raping the shit out of a nine-year-old girl. Abdul, who is broken with guilt, broke down in tears, said, this is your bride. Please take care of her. You're responsible now. Please don't beat her. Families said they had no choice and are among scores of destitute families in Afghanistan forced to sell their daughters to survive. Is this the actual, this is not the real video, is it?
0: We're back with our world lead now and a distressing story out of Afghanistan showing the harsh reality of the humanitarian crisis engulfing the country, especially post-Taliban rule, desperate families so impoverished, they tell CNN they have no choice but to sell their young daughters into some twisted form of marriage. In this exclusive report, CNN witnesses the tragic fate facing these helpless little girls in this culture where girls and women are too often treated horrifically. The parents gave us full what access and permission. TO TALK TO THE CHILDREN AND SHOW THEIR FACES BECAUSE THEY SAY THEY CANNOT CHANGE THE PRACTICE THEMSELVES. CNN'S ANNA CORIN REPORTS.
4: IN THIS arid, DESOLATE LANDSCAPE, NOT A SCRAP OF VEGETATION IN SIGHT, LIES A MAKESHIFT CAMP FOR SOME OF AFGHANISTAN'S INTERNALLY DISPLACED. (laughs) AMONG ITS RESIDENTS, NINE-YEAR-OLD PAWANA. Her bright pink dress, squeals of laughter, and childhood games, a ruse to the horrors unfolding in this unhospitable environment. (laughs) Pawana's family moved to this camp in Baghdis province four years ago after her father lost his job. Humanitarian aid and menial work earning $3 a day, providing the basic staples to survive. But since the Taliban takeover two and a half months ago, any money or assistance has dried up.
1: So, I, I have a way I, 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 I think I, I, I have a win-win solution it, now, now and, and I'm sorry for this I am sorry There will be a lot of uh, casualties of war, if you will See, now that this story is popular Oh, I, I'm just, I'm smelling something And I'm betting on something And I know I'm going to be right about this It will either be a real story or the fine folks at Law & Order SVU. We are going to have American fucktards who are, like Jeffrey Epstein, they're pedophiles. They will be booking flights to around the province of Afghanistan, driving into Afghanistan and purchasing children. We will see this. So so hopefully the story gets out, and we get we find out there's a bunch of Americans flying over there, and then as soon as they get over there, we just drop fucking bombs on them. We just kill them all. How about that? Catch me outside, how about that? Because we get rid of pedophiles. We get rid of people that are willing to sell it. Now, of course, the... The... Sure, the You know, I'm sorry for the casualties there. I mean, it's what happens. I have very little sympathy for these people. They could have fought for their lives and freedoms with weapons and equipment we gave them, but they threw their arms and surrendered faster than a drunk Frenchman. So now this is what you get. That's the problem. And, and, and Christopher, I appreciate you saying that. I do. Breaking news, Joe Biden introduces his new nine-year-old niece. Oh, you should smell her hair. I'm not talking about on her head either. (laughs) Nobody's laughing in the fucking White House when he does that. I appreciate what our our military has said about these people in Afghanistan, that there are good people in Afghanistan. You can call me xenophobic. That's fine. I don't care Because I'm with Christopher on this And I know these people aren't built that way They aren't built They're built to go to the strongest tribe That's the way I've heard it described By a lot of military people And they stood arm in arm with Americans Why? Because Americans were the strongest tribe there They will stand arm in arm With the Chinese Once the Chinese get that fucking camp built Or that base built These people brought this fucking hell on themselves. Because. And this is where I have such a hard time with the rest of the world and us feeling sorry for these people. I'm sorry that I don't feel sorry for them. Stand up. You might have to die for what you believe in. I'm willing to die for America. I'm willing to die. I would, I would rather die on my feet than live on my knees. These people choose to live on their knees. If that's your choice, hey, so be it. If that's your culture, so be it. But when people take advantage of your culture because you live on your knees... You will see more stories about nine-year-olds being sold to fucking gross-ass pedophiles. Too bad Eternal shit the box office bed, Angelina Jones. It hasn't shit the bed yet. It hasn't come out. Eternals comes out tomorrow. Right? Right? Eternals hasn't come out yet, has it? Uh, They don't have fighting spirit. Dying on your feet will always be better than living on your knees and selling your daughters. Amen to that. But this is happening. And and by the way, you can thank, you can thank, let's go Joe or let's go Brandon for that. Something else you can thank it for is this. There's another fantastic story, but this one hitting closer to home. Mexican cartels, fentanyl operations are benefiting From the border crisis. Oh, that's right. Seizures of fentanyl have doubled this year. Wow, that's weird. I I mean, if we only had somebody who said that before. Oh, wait, if you said it before, you were being racist towards those people. Do, Do I even need to read any more of this story? The manufacturing and traffic of fentanyl and related products are highly profitable, appears near identical to oxycodone, percocet Vicodin, adderall, Xanax, and other control medicines. The pills are even more lethal. In one lab, the test 10 knockoffs contained a potentially lethal dose of fentanyl. Well, there you have it. But hey, hey, let's just let's just keep letting them in. I thought it already released. No, it Christopher has his red carpet uh tickets for tomorrow night. Must be released another mark. I don't think it has been released. Hold on a second here. Let's see something here. Oh, I won't even look it up on my phone. I can look that up on the computer. Uh huh. Box office mojo. Great website. Yeah, oh it has it it hasn't been released yet. Yeah, it, it yeah, eternal. And look, I'm not going to see it because I, like I said yesterday, I just think this is just a money grab. I don't remember the comic. Maybe the comic is older than the Avengers. I don't know, but I don't know. I think it's just a money grab. Uh, let's see. It disgusts me that they'll run into a building with a bomb strapped on them for 72 virgins, but they won't do jack shit to save their own daughter, who's hopefully also a virgin. Amen to that. How can a man feel like a man, or let alone the head of the house, if he can't even take care of a family? Weak-ass piece of shit. Die on your feet so your family can at least know you're a man. A man of honor and not a wrinkled chode. Look, man, I, th- I, I would have respected this if he would called that dude up and said, hey, you can come, uh, come pick her up now, and that guy comes to the show to pick her up, and he fucking kills the guy and takes the money. You ain't gonna buy my daughter. What kind of piece of shit do you think you are? You're gonna buy my daughter. What does that mean you buy? Wait, wait, is slavery allowed over there? I, I know that's a stupid question, because there's pretty much everything allowed over there. But I thought that slavery was bad. Slavery is bad, right? But Joe Biden is allowing slavery to happen in Afghanistan. Now who's the racist? Douglas says, Alicia knows what's up. You're goddamn right, Alicia knows what's up. See, that's why I love doing this show. love doing this show because we don't have any fucking dumbasses here. We have people that are invested, who who pay attention to the news, and we can have conversations about this, and I can try to make you laugh about terrible stories where a nine-year-old gets sold by her own daddy. Like, well, you didn't make us laugh yet about it, right? Okay, well her eleven year old fat sister's like that, when do I get to go? <laughs> oh, you are too fat. We cannot settle you. Oh. Oh, this do sto- I, 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 I'm very nervous about something. The United States Supreme Court is set to hear arguments today. And here's the question. Does the constitutional right to possess a gun extend outside the home? Meaning all these states that have open carry laws and and guns and things like that, Is the only place, what what they're looking into, is the only place you can legally own a gun in your home? And if you don't own a home, let's say you rent a home or rent something, are you allowed to own a gun because you don't own that land? going to be a very interesting thing that they're doing here now here's what i came up with last night thinking about this so you own a house you own property you can defend that with a gun but we as taxpayers don't we own all the federal and all the public buildings that are around so then we can actually take guns in there, even though they have on there. This building is a gun-free zone. Well, no, because I, I, I never passed that rule, and, and I own that building. As a taxpayer, I own that building. Yeah, the comics go back to the Silver Age of Comics. It's kind of like sharing uh, Shang-Chi, and the, they ran out of well-known comic titles, so they're dipping into the deep cuts since it worked for Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, thank you, Christopher. I appreciate that. About the externals. I've been stressing a lot and thank my husband this morning for being able to take on the heavy burden of financially covering us without my income. He told me, and it felt good to hear from him, that standing against shit like this takes a lot of balls that most people aren't willing to take. And that he's proud of me for it. it meant everything to it. And uh, you know what? That's awesome. That is so awesome. I wish that there were more people like y'all. Actually, I don't. Because there are more people like y'all, this world would be in a lot worse place. And, And I'm not putting you down. What I'm saying is that here you are, you have to give up your job that you've worked your ass off for all over a vaccination. Even though you got COVID and you beat it and your natural immunity is even better than it was before. They're still forcing you to get a shot to go back to work. I wish we didn't have this stupidity in this country. I truly do. Because too many good people like this are now stressed like her husband is by carrying the big load. I don't want to see that. I wish there were more people like you. I think it's a shame that there have to be so many people like you. This to me isn't America. I stated that a long time ago when we were talking about being locked in during the whole COVID thing. That's not America. Telling people not to go to eat, not to go to the malls, and not to go to the movie theaters, and not to go to sporting events. Grocery stores and Sam's is okay because the COVID doesn't live there. That should have been your first, look, look, that should have been your first sign. Coming soon, Alicia works at Walmart, practicing, begging some fool to try to steal shit. No, no, no. Alicia is not allowed to work at Walmart and do that, because otherwise, then there goes my shoplifting days. I'm just telling you. If if Alicia had to do it, nope, uh uh-uh, I ain't stealing here today. Nope, 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 nope. I don't know who asked the Supreme Court to look into this about owning a weapon. Hey, Supreme Court, don't you have like abortions to talk about? yeah, go go settle that debate. just leave leave the guns alone. Okay, We're all fine with guns. everybody's a okay. It is an amendment after all. It is a a right that we have in this country, but i I, I understand we 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 like to take those away. Now, speaking of rights being taken away. I would like to say a big, gigantic congratulations to the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot. Lori likes you. She is. You're a liar. She's talking to the police and here. I mm-hmm. Murderer. Remember how I told you yesterday that Austin, Texas, with two months left in the year, has broke their own record, and they've had. Sixty what? What did I say? Sixty-one homicides there this year. Remember that number, sixty-one. And Houston's a or, or Austin's a. It, it's a it's a decent size. It's nowhere near as big as I don't know, like Houston. And Houston's not quite as big as the Dallas Fort Worth area. And by the way, Dallas Fort Worth area not near as big as San Francisco or Oakland. And Oakland and San Francisco aren't as big as. Chicago. Congratulations to Lori Lightfoot. With two months left in the 2021 campaign, Lori Lightfoot has seen 678 murders in Chicago. So far, this year. 61 murders, Albuquerque fires its gun and laughs at Austin. And it's like half the metro area, yeah. Now, Chicago has a lot more residents there, but still, 678 murders this year? That's that's almost 68 murders a month. That's two murders a day, boy. Oh, boy! Doesn't sound. It doesn't sound like fun going to Chicago, man. You you get a weekend there and you don't get shot. You should get a T-shirt. That's like a fear factor thing there. Go to Chicago for a weekend and try not to get shot. I think they're mostly killing themselves, so keep it up. You're almost there. Amen. My God. And you know she's going to run for office again. And i tell you this right now. If you're in Chicago and you decide to re-vote or vote for re-election, Lori Lightfoot? Then just shut your fucking mouths, because you reap what you sow. 678, Christopher. Tim says only two a day. It kind of sounds like an improvement. Well, see, that it averages out to two a day. Maybe they take Wednesday and Thursday off, and then some Friday night, like 14 people get shot and four people die. unbelievable and the last thing that we're going to talk about in our first segment and believe me we still have a bunch of idiots to talk about is our favorite new idiot good old Grana, greta thurnberg how dare you yeah you're you're a fucking idiot stupid
4: blah blah blah
1: don't say that to me you better you better come correct or you come talking to me little girl
2: we are unstoppable and
1: Not not if I run you over with a steamroller. You ain't going to be possible. And now you just did it. Oh, boy. This is the fight that I didn't know I wanted, but I want this fight more than anybody. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to do this the right way. Hold on here a second. Check, 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 check. Let's see. Oh, there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Weighing in, in the red, in the blue corner. Gotta save the red one. In the blue corner. I believe she is from Stockholm, Sweden, 18 years old, weighing about 106 pounds. Yes, she may have a little bit wrong with her because she is on the spectrum, but hey, that's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one, the only, Greta
3: Thunberg. And in the red corner, ladies
1: and gentlemen, it's back to being a dynasty level land of the uh, law of the land, if you will, led by President Z, ladies and gentlemen, the one. The only
3: China! God damn
0: it,
2: no up down, in, so
4: please
0: stop.
5: Okay, alright.
1: Did, 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 did we have enough fun? I want to see a gladiator fight between Greta and the cash me outside girl. Oh, fucking bad baby. What whoop that ass. The Chinese are saying they're dismissing Greta Thunberg as uneducated for calling out Beijing. Beijing is the worst polluter in the world. Greta Thunberg wants to stop pollution and she wants global warming to stop. She noted that China's spree of coal plant building in an interview with the BBC, calling China's coal policy out of touch with reality. The activist arrived in Glasgow that day to protest the ongoing United Nations Climate Change Conference in a fiery speech outside the the event. She demanded politicians stop, quote, whatever the fuck they're doing in there, and focus instead on tangible solutions to what she has called a climate crisis. She's calling out China, boys. Oh, oh, (laughs) oh, my God, that is such a great one there. Hold on, I got to find that. Oh, oh, man. Greta? Greta? Y- you did it to yourself, hon.
0: Thunder, well, now you got it. You see that? It says United please, States Marshal. Why, Please don't kill me. Please. Please. Take a good look at him, Mike. Because that's how you're going to end up. The Cowboys are finished, you understand me? I see a red sash. I killed a man wearing it. So run, you curse. Greta! Uh, tell all the other cursors the lie's coming! You tell them I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear?
4: Oh
1: Greta, Greta, you have woken up an angry, angry dog. Oh see, Greta, this is why terrorists don't fuck with China. Who the hell pays for all this dumb hooker's travel expenses? Well, she, she mainly takes boats places because she refused to even fly commercial. I would imagine that, that whoever her parents, I, I think that she was sold, honestly, because th- this girl's been doing this for the past, what, 10 years, and she's like 18 now. She doesn't know what she's doing. Her parents push her in this direction. She comes out there, and she cusses now because she's an adult. Okay, that's great. You calling out China? That, that uh, honey, that's going to end up bad for you. That would be like being a, a, a political opponent of Vladimir Putin. Isn't it amazing how all his political opponents end up either dead or in a hospital for a long time? This is why the terrorists don't even fuck with China, because they know what time it is. Greta, Greta, you, you. oh, man. But I, like I said, like I said, this was the war I didn't know that we needed. I love it. I, I hope Greta keeps calling out the Chinese, maybe throws in a little fucking hate for India there as well. I have nothing but love for India, but they are a big polluter. Um, <laughs> oh, man, Greta, you fucked up now. It was one, th- you know, it was one thing taking on good old USA where we sat there and we said, oh, how cute this is that this little girl is going to be doing that. How dare you? You, you are a little girl and they built a statue for you and, and it's ridiculous. But honey, honey, you, you, you called out. I, 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 mean, I mean, do you realize how dumb you are that you called them out? I mean, honestly, I'm surprised President Z didn't say this.
4: I will stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, really, really. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. No, 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 China, I wouldn't.
6: She is white trash. Yes, yes she is.
1: Yeah, don't call her a hillbilly. He'll be. Hey, now, 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 stop it. Well, I mean, this. Is, I think.
4: This one right here looks a little
1: a little downsy. Yeah, she does look a little bit on the downsy side. They asked President Z about her, and he said, "I got
0: chunks of guys like you in my stool."
1: Yeah, that that that's just never ever good. When you hear something like that, I mean Jesus. Oh, man. No, he's not retarded. (laughs) I I know that she isn't. I I realize that. And and, and she is a girl. He has all three major kinds of retardation. No, she doesn't. Stop saying that about her.
3: Boy, you might be legally retarded. She's
1: not a boy. Good God. Uh
3: Uh-oh, retard alert. Please stop. Retard alert.
1: Please, please stop. Here, you left this in my vagina. Oh, my God. What is going on here? Oh, good God.
0: Paging Dr.
1: Faggot. She's, she's not a doctor.
0: Dr. Faggot.
1: No, no, please, China, stop all this. Sam Jackson uh, told Greta to, to quiet down as well.
0: You shut your face.
1: If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet. This is India and in their response to her. So shut up, bitch. I know. I thought they were peaceful people too.
3: Jesus H Christ!
1: I, it's crazy, isn't it? Greta is just pissing people off.
3: Oh. And you motherfuckers need Jesus.
1: Well, I I, I don't know what if if she believes or not.
0: Sweet mother of God!
1: Yeah, I, I right. I, oh, all right. Uh, first break. That's about it for. Oh, we got we got jokes to do today. Okay, here we go. You y'all ready for the jokes today here on TikTok? Uh, I think I'm on a shadow ban right now. I don't know why, because they hate me. Uh, what's worse than stepping on a Lego? Getting AIDS. <laughs> that was fucking terrible. What's better than swinging a cat around by its tail? Stopping it with a shovel. And why don't Chinese kids believe in Santa. Because they make the toys. Now stop it! Come on! Enough with these sound effects. My God, people are going to get the wrong idea about me and this show. 775 357 is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mexler. Happy Hump Day, everybody.
3: didn't like trouble, but if it came along Everyone that knew him knew each side that he'd be on He never was a hero for this county's shining light But you could always find him standing up for what he thought was right He'd say you've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything be your own man, not a puppet on a string. Never compromise what's right and uphold your family name. You've got to stand for something, or you'll fall for anything. Now we might have been better off or on. The daddy done more giving in or a little more backing down But we always had plenty just to live in his advice Whatever you do today you'll have to sleep with tonight He'd say you've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything You've got to be your own man, not a puppet on. Compromise what's right And uphold your family name You've got to stand for something Or you'll fall for anything I know that things are different Than they were in daddy's day But I still believe what makes a man Really has a chance You've got to You've got to be your own man, not a puppet on a string. Never compromise what's right and uphold your family name. You've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. You've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything.
1: Fugs
6: with the Jesus. Barney Radio.
1: Uh Ratburger just sent this to me. He says, just took a look at the uh, DNC website, CNN.com. Headlines suggest Dems have a lot of change to make quick. The pulling off cliff begins now. The social crap is gone mostly. It might be a good Christmas after all. Uh, we will see about that. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to kill you there, straight fire. I was just having a little bit of fun with my sound effect machine. Um, by the way, by the way, just the world we live in right now is so dumb. It truly is. The cancel culture is a real thing. No matter what anybody wants to say, you can get canceled in this society. And you have a lot of people like Jerry Seinfeld, like Chris Rock, Obviously, Dave Chappelle, who are standing up to it and saying, enough is enough. Please stop. And then you have idiots who are former comedians or still comedians who support the idea of cancel culture, including one, Dan Aykroyd. Now, now let me just say, I've never been a big Dan Aykroyd fan to begin with. I respected his work. I just thought Dan Aykroyd tried a little too hard. Jake was my favorite blues brother, not Elwood. Uh, but, But Dan Aykroyd has tried too hard with his jazz and his blues and all this kind of shit. And he's coming out, and he spoke against it. And he says, quote, There's enough range in humor where you don't have to go scatological. So you don't have to write poop jokes. And you don't have to go pulling any divisive cards to get a laugh. Well, I, I would wholeheartedly disagree with you on that one. But I'll continue his, his statement. There is so much in the world to comment on that it is outside the realm of offensiveness. Offensiveness. But, but, you see, if I comment on something happening in China like them or in Afghanistan and make a joke about a father selling a child, somebody's going to be offended by that, Dan. You motherfucker. As a writer, you can go to other areas and have successful creating endeavors. Scatological humor is fun. It's easy laughs. Yes, poop jokes are easy laughs. And, and by the way, when the president poops himself in front of the pope, I'm going to make jokes about it. Why? Because it's funny. But there's more intelligent writing that can happen if you stay away from the offensive material that should be rightly canceled for its hurtfulness. So according to who? You see, Dan, that's the problem. When you say stay away from offensive material, who's it offensive to? There are a lot of people that would be offended that a chicken is crossing a road. Should we get rid of that joke? Now, I think we should get rid of that joke because it's not fucking funny. Who can be the subject of an impersonation today or an impression today? This is a big one now. Now we're starting to get a little, little close because it's okay for a black comedian... To put on white face and make fun of black comedians. There's a Virginia councilman we're going to talk about a little bit later about this. But if you're a white uh, person and you put on black face and do an, an, an impression, well, that's racist. Unless, of course, you are Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, or Robert Downey Jr., or Dan Aykroyd. Do we all remember a little movie called Trading Places where Dan Aykroyd smeared brown shoe polish all over himself and got on a train with Eddie Murphy, and he pretended to be a Rastafarian man? Can't we cancel you for that, Dan? Dan? Or, or, or do we get to cancel you for calling Jane Curtin an ignorant slut because you demeaned a woman? I'm just wondering. Are those okay? Are you going to apologize for them? He goes on to say, can I do my James Brown imitation? He was one of my best friends. I do his voice pretty good, but maybe I shouldn't anymore. Why? Why should you not do it anymore? If it's funny, good God, I'm gonna get the hot tub. If you're good at it, you're just doing a voice. You, you can't even do a, a, a voice anymore. But black people can do the white people voice like this all the time. See, this is, this is where the cancel culture starts to, to spin its wheels and it makes zero sense. By the way, Dan, I, I know that your, your, your Ghostbusters afterlife comes out. Should we go ahead and just get that out of theaters now because of your past discrepancies of calling a woman on slut on television and wearing blackface? And cultural culturally appropriating the blues Because the blues is deemed a black person's music, and you were part of the blues brothers, and you guys were white, so that's cultural appropriation. So we should go ahead and just cancel you for that too, right? Now with the news coming out of New Jersey, if you don't believe these elections are rigged and cheated, you'll never wake up. Uh, they, California, the voters of New Jersey, have they, have they come out and they, have they made their, uh, have they made the call yet in New Jersey? Hold on. Let me, let me go to a liberal website and see if they've called it. Uh, Democrat Phil Murphy, locked in Titan governor, New York governor's race. They say this one's still too close to call. By the way, the guy from the Guardian Angels didn't win the mayor of... Uh, by the way, last night, the ma- they, the people in Boston showed that they ain't racist anymore, sexist, because they elected a, a, a woman to be mayor. That one's pretty big. They still haven't made a call in the New Jersey one. Okay. But I agree with you, Mike D. I totally agree with you. But now we're, we're, we're going to lighten things up. We're just going to make fun of people like Dan Aykroyd. Who, by the way, should be canned, right? I mean, the blackface, cultural appropriation, demeaning women. Isn't that all like what you were talking about, scatological humor, the low-hanging fruit that you participated in on a daily basis? By the way, what about when you dressed up like a woman? Hmm. You're making fun of transgenders then, aren't you? When you dressed up like Julia Childs and cut your thumb off? Or what about when you were my favorite character, Fred Garvin, male prostitute? And Garrett Morris, the token black person on Saturday Night Live at that time, was your pimp. Saying it's okay to be a prostitute owned by a black pimp? Hmm. See, I can go back in time, too, and I don't don't need a lot of time to go back in time because I've studied comedy my entire life. By the way, I wouldn't cancel one of those things. Do you want to know why? Because they were all funny. Fred Garvin, I love Fred Garvin, male prostitute. The Blues Brothers were okay. I wasn't the world's biggest fan of the Blues Brothers. The movie Trading Places, I think, is a genius movie mainly due to Eddie Murphy, but you did have your big part in that. How about this? How about we just stop with the cancel culture? How about we just stop? And if a comedian says stuff that offends you, then here's what you do. Now, everybody get a pen and paper out because this is, this is fairly complicated. If a comedian's routine offends you and, and you're unnerved by it, this is what you should do. Don't go to their shows. Don't buy their their DVDs. Don't watch their Netflix specials. You have the power to do that. Because, you see, there are plenty of people out there like me that think there are really no limits when it comes to comedy. If a comedian goes too far for me, which is highly unlikely, but let's say it happens. You know what? I won't watch that comedian anymore. I choose. I'm not going to take his livelihood away because I didn't like it. That's what we're doing now. So if that's the case, I guess all Burger Kings should be closed down because I can't stand Burger King. People that don't like McDonald's, then McDonald's should be closed down. There shouldn't be any kind of food on grocery store sales. You know why? Because some people don't like some of the food there. The entire produce selection should be fucking closed down because I don't like it. Let's stop calling it cancel culture and let's call it what it really is. I'm a fucking titty baby. And I don't like something. I want it to go away. Brussels sprouts should be illegal. Now, I really do think that is, that, that is true. 145, the Republicans, 42,000 lead. The largest county dwindled down to 1,600 after 100% of the vote was called. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? B. Coop says it. Either do that or you grow the fuck up. How about you do that? I've got a great example for you. My mom. See, I can only give you examples of things I know, and that's why a lot of times it's all personal. We were in St. Louis one weekend, visiting family members up there and when I was growing up. I don't know when Delirious came out. Was that in 81, 82, 83, somewhere around there? Uh, Eddie Murphy, and we're staying at my my brother and sister's house, sister and brother's house, sister and brother-in-law, and they had HBO. You see, we couldn't afford HBO. They could afford HBO. And we all sat down as a family, dad, mom, me, oldest sister, my brother-in-law, Tom. Or brother, as I like to refer to him, Brother Tom. And we turned Delirious on. Their kids had already gone to bed. Their daughter at the time had already gone to bed, because she was like four or five, so she wasn't going to get any of this anyway. She was already in bed. I was awake. I was the one who asked to watch Delirious. Now, if you've ever seen Eddie Murphy's Delirious, you know it's dirty as shit. My mother and my sister did not like it. So do you know what they did? They went to bed. My dad, my brother Tom, and I watched Delirious. To this day, it's still one of my all-time favorite comedy specials because I thought it was hilarious. But see, what my mother could have done is said, turn that up. But see, even she knew, and even my sister could have said, turn that shit off. That's disgusting. They didn't do that. They went to bed. They took themselves out of the equation. That's what we used to do in this country. See, if you bought a ticket for a show and that show offended you, you got up and you walked out. Maybe you asked for your money back. Maybe. That'd be okay. Okay. But what you don't do is you don't try to get that performer kicked out of what they're doing for a living because you didn't like it. Because if that's the case, man, oh, man, I'm going to go out today and I am going to close a bunch of fucking stores down that I don't like. Uh, It's it's social media culture. They've come to believe that they are important and their wishes and opinions matter and everyone should pay attention. They don't realize that none, uh, none of that's right, and they're nothing. You're very right there, V. Coop, because I'm seeing more and more videos of these quote-unquote Karens, and if your name is really Karen out there, I'm sorry that you've been blasted. These people that find that they are so important and it's going to be their way or no way, and I don't care what it is. I don't care if, if you're an anti-masker and you make a big statement. Have you seen this video of this fat broad in a grocery store where they're forcing people to wear masks? Okay, once again, that's that the company's policy. If it's the city's policy, the company has to follow it. You can choose to shop at other places. But this lady is not wearing a mask. They've told her to put on a mask, and the employee walked away, and she goes, ah, he just hit me. They didn't hit her. She's making a scene. We've seen this everywhere where these women, and, and sometimes men do it, but right now it's, it's a majority of women, and I'm not trying to pick on you gals out there. It's just a majority of women that are doing this, that are making these fucking horrible scenes all over our country. And it's like, stop. Just stop. You, you look like a buffoon. You, you look stupid. Just if you don't like something that doesn't mean you have to be a part of it no no you don't or more, more power to you if you're not social media has encouraged people to put their lives on display and they become a celebrity in their mind and and i am picking up what y'all are putting down and I, and i I understand that and and somewhat agree with you i I don't disagree at all with you on that But really, they think that they're really that popular. I mean, think about this: if you're on social media, we'll start with Facebook. You have to invite people to be your friends, so you're asking people to like you, and you're not basing it on anything. And maybe you do—you know a lot of people. You're not a celebrity. If you take really, really good pictures or you're showing off some nipple, then, of course, your Instagram numbers are going to go off. And as far as TikTok goes, you need to have some content on there that people want to see. Otherwise, guess what? You're not popular. I don't care if you've got 100 followers. Some kid tried to come after me the other day, and I, I was just not having any of it. He called out one of my jokes, so and, and he commented on it, and I wouldn't have any of that. I'm done. I'm done playing now. I'm done playing with the kids. So I, I, I checked on his fucking, on his page. Somebody who has nine followers and two videos up. And they're videos of TV shows. So he doesn't even have the fucking balls to put himself out there. And he wants to comment on my shit. I said, well, hey, why don't you get a few more than nine fucking people following you before I take any of your shit serious? And by the way, he could have 9 million people following him. I still ain't going to take his shit serious. Because I don't think I'm a celebrity. I never have. I know I've been in the public eye and people like my sense of humor. And I make a lot of people laugh. And I sell tickets to shows. I sell tickets to shows because I'd like to make some money off my talent. That's why I do it. I don't go walking around going, celebrity here, celebrity here. Uh, give me my discount. I think it's stupid to celebrities to get discounts. They have more money than God. They can afford to pay the full boat. But y'all are right. The social media, it, it, it's, it, it's taking, well, you know, I have a thousand friends. No, you don't. You don't know it. Look, I've got, I've got the limit of people that I can have on my page, I guess, on my personal page. I don't know seventy-five percent of those people. They like my humor. They like the shit I put up, so they stick around. I don't know them, and I don't think of myself. Well, look at that. I have all these followers. It's also uh, it's also the worst collective self-esteem deficit in human history. Yeah, very true. Now, speaking of stupid, how about this? When you host an award show, usually you have to come out, and you give a monologue, and you introduce different presenters, and you introduce actors and things like that, but the problem is is that you have to be intelligible. People have to understand what you're saying, and let me tell you, this year's American Music Awards are going to suck even worse than they've ever sucked before because Cardi B has been named the host of the 2021 American Music Awards.
3: Oh, okay.
1: I can't understand a fucking word this broad says. This is a gal who was once a stripper who used to rob people. And now she is hosting the American Music Awards. I don't ever want to hear about any fucking... She actually robbed people. Yet there's a country singer that used the N-word in his neighborhood, talking to a friend of his, and that guy, Morgan Whalen, is never invited back to the CMAs. He's been banned. Banned. For saying one word, but this gal actually robbed people, robbed them, and she's allowed to host. Can Cardi B even spell host? Not if you spot her the H, the S, or the T. Good God Almighty, poor Dick, Dick Clark is shaking and rolling over in his grave as we speak. My God, Cardi B, what a fucking joke that is. Now, if you'd like to talk about jokes, this is a true story. And I figured out why my beloved Texas Longhorns are no good. A story came out from Travis County. That's where Austin is. Special teams coach for the Texas Longhorns, Jeff Banks. Now, Jeff Banks was a coach at the University of Alabama. Jeff Banks had a family and kids, had a wife and kids so he had a family and then poor jeff banks fell in love with a stripper she robbed them meaning she poached their talent and got jealous when they became a stand up comic and fired them no 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 she actually she actually stole their money she she robbed them the old fashioned way Um, Coach Banks' girlfriend, Danielle Thomas, but nobody knows her as that. They know her as Pole Assassin. Yes, that's her stage name is that she is Pole Assassin. Now, I'm surprised that this activity was allowed to happen at the University of Alabama. And then coming to the University of Texas, I was even more shocked. He left his family for this stripper. Now, this stripper uh, has been, she's been on the Jerry Springer show, she's been around for a while. The thing about this stripper is that she has a, a. A a co-star on stage, it is her animal support. uh, You know, she's got a support animal. Yep, yeah, it's a monkey. I'm not kidding. It's an actual monkey, a primate. Well, you see, they were hosting... Uh, oh, I know why they aren't any good, because the libtard having uh, that in Austin is more worried about banning the eyes of Texas and fixing their team and recruiting. Very true, Harrison. We still kick the shit out of Tech. Just want to say that real quick. That's my one claim to fame this year. Polis ass. no, no, she's not 400 pounds. Does she pronounce it pole ass assin <laughs> No, no. So they were having a haunted house at their house this week. And her monkey went a tad bit berserk and bit a kid, locking in its jaws. Now, now the coach or I'm sorry, Miss Thomas claimed she had no idea her monkey bit anyone until a local doctor told her about a quote unquote small bite. She says the kids were told to turn around when they came to a set of balloons. An 11 and a half year old should be old enough to follow rules. Really? An 11 and a half year old? 11, they're going to be the ones that that break the rules. But that 11-and-a-half-year-old, they should know how to follow some rules. She posted a video detailing the kids assumed walk to the cage with a sign that reads, Do Not Enter, Emotional Support Animal, No Touching. This is what's happening at the University of Texas. The special teams coaches... Ho of a girlfriend that he left his family for has a crazed fucking outbreak monkey in their backyard that is going around biting children. P.S. I predicted UT to finish eight and four before the season started. You said you'd be happy with that as long as you beat OU. We didn't beat OU. I'm not happy. Art Bryles, rumored to lead coach. I was going to ask about, I, I, Hunter, uh, Harrison, I'm sorry. Would you accept Art Bryles? Do you think Texas Tech would accept Art Bryles? I'm very, I'm, I'm honestly very curious about that because Art Bryles was a good coach. He, he fucking built Baylor. And then they had, you know, a few rapes happen a star and, and the rest of the people at Baylor kind of swept it under the rug. Kind of like what's happening in Loudoun County, Virginia. Harrison's, yep, he can win games. All right. I'd be interested. I, I, I'm very interested in this. Look, I ain't got to – don't want to hire Art Bryles. Look, let me just say this right now. Texas Tech, if you want to hire Art Briles, more power to you. Get ready to be called out by everybody in the world. And get, get ready for horrible rape chants during the games. That's all I got to say. My father said he wouldn't support Tech if Riles is the coach. There going to be a lot of people like that, Harrison. I'm just telling you. In th- in this day and age, I look, I – Because we're talking football now, and and, and I have to get to the college football rankings that came out last night, and they are so delicious. Um, There's all these possible coaching things that could happen in college football. Now we're hearing about Art Bryles possibly at Tech. There is a story going around saying that Lane Kiffin is going to leave Ole Miss and go to LSU because Coach O, Coach Ed Ed Ogeron, our, our dear dear friend. Hold on, we got we got to find the sound effect. Can we play Coach O. Come on, work machine. There we go. We hear go Tigers. Not going to be there after this season. I've only heard one name mentioned for LSU, and that was John Gruden. See, in my heart of hearts, this is what I want to happen. I'd love for this to happen. Steve Sarkeesian at the University of Texas will not be blamed for this year, and and nor should he be. I mean, as a coach, yeah, he should be blamed, but not fireable yet because it's the first year because he has to deal with recruits from still Charlie Strong and Tom Herman, bunch of quitters for players. I can see Coach O going love it. He'd be great there. People would love him. They'd love him like they loved uh, Bobby Knight when he went there. But if Steve Sarkazian sucks next year at Texas, then I say let's pound him, let's get him out of here, and let's bring in John Gruden. John Gruden to the Longhorns. I would support that move. for Hell, I might even buy season tickets. Uh, I know where you're going. You can bet OU will be back in the top four very soon. They've got their quarterback now, and he's getting better every game. The blowouts are coming, and your shitty Longhorns didn't help. No, we didn't help. Let's get to it, shall we? Last night, college football released... Their first college football playoff rankings. And I got to say, they are beyond fucked up. Number one in the country is the only one that I agree with. And that's Georgia at 8-0. Ooh, if Tomlin gets fired or quits from the Steelers, I'd like him a Texas too. Hell, either one, either Tomlin or fucking John Gruden. OU is trash and almost lost to Kansas. That's a big reason why they are where they are. We're not going to get ahead of ourselves just quite yet. Georgia, 8-0. They deserve to be number one. They've beaten the shit out of everybody, and they're not letting anybody score. They are by far the class of college football. Number two has me scratching my head. Um. Alabama is number
3: two. Personally, I think you're a fucking
1: idiot. Yeah, I mean that 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 one's I I, I am truly sorry, but that is just that's beyond stupid. Having them there. You are an idiot! This is a team that lost to an unranked, sorry-ass Texas A&M team and their backup quarterback. Alabama does not need to be number two. They can be in the top ten, but not number two. Next up, Michigan State.
3: And you're an idiot.
1: Uh, Michigan State hasn't played anybody. They beat Michigan last week. They got a legit win under their hats, beating Big Brother last week. Once again, maybe top ten. Cincinnati being snubbed is an outrage. Don't get ahead of me, like I said. Number four is Oregon.
0: (laughs) What an idiot. Oh, what a loser. Really? Oregon?
1: didn't Ohio State beat the dog shit out of them when they played earlier this season? Or or am I getting that mixed up? Because Ohio State's next. It's 7 and 1. Uh what was it? Five people who never did sit on the, this committee? OU blew out their last opponent. You'll see that now that the Albino is gone. Spencer Rattler's not gone. He played the end of that game. Oregon beat OSU. Okay, all right, so Oregon won that game. Who did Oregon lose? To? Hold on, let, let, I, I, I need to see. Who did they, who did, ah, fuck. This computer is too, uh, hold on a second here. Uh, teams. Hold on, let, let, let me go to Oregon here. Schedule. They lost to Stanford? Stanford sucks this year. You gotta be kidding me. Seriously? All right, so so they're in there. Then there's Michigan, who's seven and one, who just lost a little brother last week. Michigan really hasn't beaten anybody this year. Number eight is finally the undefeated Oklahoma Sooners at eight. At eight. I'm sorry, I missed number six. Cincinnati is six at eight and oh. The reason why they're, they're not in the top four is because they don't play in a good enough conference. I'm sorry. I like their hood coach, Luke Fickle. I like him. But, yeah, you ain't going to get no love there. Wake Forest is nine, and Notre Dame, of course, you have to have Notre Dame in there at number 10. This is where it's going to get interesting. Yeah, Cincinnati beat Notre Dame, and that's their one quality win they have this year, according to the experts. Um, Oklahoma still has number 12 Baylor to play. They should beat. And they also have, I know Oklahoma State to play here. So let's see, let's see. Let, let me go through some of these uh, some of these teams and let you know how they're going to finish off the season. Oklahoma will not go undefeated this year. Uh, they're against Baylor. They're off this week. They take on Baylor next week. Oh goddamn, they've got a rough schedule. Baylor, Iowa State, and Oklahoma State. Two of those are road games. Bedlam, the last game of the season. Oklahoma State is at number 11. Just let everybody know. Iowa State has had a bad year. They play the Longhorns this week, and I'm not excited about that. Go Horns, but I think you're going to get your asses handed to you. Oklahoma will not make the playoff. Mike D., I'm sorry. I'm I'm just going to tell you that right now. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see, uh, I'll, I'll say this right now, Michigan will not make the playoff because they won't beat Ohio state. I know I looked at Oregon already, but let, let me look at them again. Let me look at their remaining schedule and I'll tell you what, what's going to happen to them. Do they, are they even mentioned here? Find you at, there we go. Oregon. Let's see they have uh, got Washington this week they should win. Washington State, they should win. The game they'll lose is at Utah. Utah's a, a decent team and they're gonna they're gonna ruin the season. They'll beat Oregon State. but they will they'll lose to Utah. I'm just telling you the truth right there. Uh, let's see. Ohio State will get into the playoff. I'm just telling you that now. Uh, last one now I'll look at well, It's going to be interesting because Georgia will end up playing Alabama in the SEC title game. Georgia wins that. Now, this is what you don't want to happen. Georgia plays Alabama in the SEC title game, which is what is going to happen. Let's say Georgia remains undefeated until that game and Alabama beats them. Then the SEC has two schools left in there. That's exactly what will happen. Georgia will drop to four. Alabama will move to one. Michigan State, that's the team I need to look up, what their schedule is. Because I'll tell you right now, they, to me, this is nothing more than a way to let all conferences almost be represented. By the way, by the way, hey, hey, uh, Oklahoma, you aren't going to be protected anymore. Referees are not going to protect you with calls. Let's see. Uh, Michigan State has Purdue this week. They should be on upset alert. Ooh, they still got to play Ohio State and Penn State. They're out. So there you go. That that That's what's going to happen. You're going to get two SEC schools in there. Hold on, let me, let me go back. Let, let me tell you what I believe my final – and I'll write it down. I'll write this shit down as my prediction. still – uh, John Gruden scandal will end badly, meaning fired uh, Roger Goodell, hopefully. George Floyd will get a national holiday. That's one of my predictions. So we're going to have Alabama, Georgia. They'll be in the final four. And then. Um, Cincinnati plays SMU in two weeks and is ranked 23rd since he will face Houston in the American Conference Championship. Looks like they'll be undefeated. Hey, you don't want to sleep on either one of those two teams. Those two teams played a great game last weekend that it took a fucking kick return. SMU scored the go-ahead touchdown, and then Cincinnati returned the kick for a touchdown to win the game with like four seconds left. You're not going to want to sleep on either one of those teams. If Cincinnati loses either of those games, they're long gone. Michigan will lose to Ohio State. Ohio State will be in the playoff. I'm just going to mention it right now. I'm writing this down. And the last team, oh, there they are. There they are just waiting at number 10. And I'm about to piss y'all all the fuck off here. Oklahoma loses one game, they're gone. And they got Oklahoma State, Iowa State, and Baylor coming up. It's going to be tough. Wake Forest, nobody will take Wake Forest series. Wake Forest will lose one down the road. Michigan loses to Ohio State. Ohio State's in. Michigan State loses to Ohio State. Michigan State's out. Oregon dumps it to Utah. They won't make it. Your fourth team. You ready? I'll go one, four. Three, two. We'll start at number four with Georgia. Number three will be Notre Dame. They're going to get the biggest kiss in the world. Number two will be Ohio State, and number one will be Alabama, and I do believe Georgia will win the national title. There you go. There's my official prediction of the college football playoff. And when I'm right, I, I expect to be showered with gifts and praise. And people saying, God damn, Arnie, you are a fucking genius. And, and and I will just, I will nod politely and say, thank you. I agree. Now, uh, off to the NFL. Did you guys see this story that Odell Beckham, his, his daddy, Odell Sr. has posted a video putting the blame for his son's lack of production on Baker Mayfield? I love it. I love it. Oh, man. The Browns are having such a decent season. They really are. They they, they could be in the playoffs, but now Odell Beckham Sr. has come out and says, Odell Jr. wants out of Cleveland before the trade deadline because Baker Mayfield isn't throwing him the ball. It's all Baker Mayfield's fault, which I agree with. Everything is Baker Mayfield's fault. Global warming, Baker Mayfield. Dead puppies, Baker Mayfield. I love it. Is Odell's daddy related to the Ball family? Oh, I think this is so great. Get Odell out of there. That's fantastic. That is great. Junior says he has no involvement with his dad's social media activities, but it seems highly unlikely that the father, who was a running back at LSU from 89 to 92, would post such criticism of Bayfield if his son didn't agree with it. Hey, Dad, can you say this for me? Oh, sure thing, son. I think I think it's awesome. By the way, uh, Cleveland now, done for the year. Uh, we'll just go ahead and end them right now. COVID-19, goddamn right, Adam Jay, it was Baker Mayfield. Ba-f- Baker Mayfield likes to eat bats. If nobody realized that, they, they don't know he grew up in Austin. Bats live under the fucking 6th Street Bridge or the 8th Street Bridge or whatever the fucking bridge it is, Colorado River right there. Baker Mayfield eats bats. He got a dirty bat. He started the COVID-19. Yep, you're, you're absolutely right. I've been holding this in because... Well, I I didn't want to ruin him, but, yes, it's Baker Mayfield's fault. Um, By the way, by the way, just to let you know, um, there's a terrible story that happened yesterday in the NFL. Henry Ruggs, a Raiders player. I don't know if he's a starter. He's a wide receiver, second-year wide receiver. was charged with DUI, resulting in death after being involved in a car crash in Vegas on Tuesday. Harrison says, I heard Baker rigged the election currently in New Jersey. He did. He did. Goodfellas are going to be looking for him. Uh, Ruggs was driving a Corvette. Well, there you go right there. That, that, that's the problem with the world right there. Anybody who drives a Corvette, what a piece of shit. This is the thing I don't understand, and, and I, I don't I... – how is it? Yep, in the off season, Baker Mayfield installs floors with the rest. Yeah, I, I didn't want that to be known because some people will just go to the rest, and they'll get Baker Mayfield just to come into their house. And, you know, he likes to look through the panties, puts them to his nose, and starts pleasuring himself short of finishing – and then he finishes in your cookie jar. He's not a rookie. He's not a Raider anymore. He's a free agent. Well, he, he was a, a, a Raider. This is the thing I don't understand. We've seen this happen in the NFL. And you would think that the owners would somehow get together or the, the Players Association. Let, let's put this on the Players Association. How do you not have a ride-sharing program or some sort of... You, you, you guys make millions upon millions of dollars. He was going 156 miles an hour. Holy shit. Why is he driving? Yeah, the, the, these guys are multimillionaires. millionaires. Maybe, maybe not him quite yet, his second-year player, but l- let's say he's got millions in the bank and you've got a players' association that is worth millions and you take in millions. Why can't you set up some sort of ride-sharing program or, or an Uber? or t- I, I mean, I know Uber and Lyft is out there, but how about you have a discreet one that's just for the Raiders? Breaking news: He wasn't driving. It was secretly Steve Sisolak. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, can we clean this out? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You can't be a baller anymore if you ride share. Well, okay, that, I I said ride share. That, that that that's a gay term. Sorry to all the gays out there listening that I I said that. Um. How about you have a service with every NFL team? The Players Association sets up some sort of car service where there are multiple cars and it's available 24 hours a day to the athletes. Because there's no excuse. There is absolutely, positively no excuse. He can afford an Uber or Lyft. Maybe he doesn't want to call him because he thinks he's a giant celebrity. I don't know who fucking Henry Ruggs is, the third. I don't know who the second one is, and I don't know who Big Papa was either. This has got to stop. And and I know that some teams do this because it was a New York Jets player. It wasn't Plaxico when he shot himself. It might have been Plax. Well, somebody even the New York Jets got DUI. And it was a huge story because the Jets have a program in place. Where they have cars available for the players 24 hours a day. All you got to do is pick up the phone and make a phone call. Don't understand this. Ruggs was good at Alabama. Okay. Well, if he's from Alabama, then yeah, he's going to be making a lot of money. I know who you're talking about now. Did this show just become PC? That little bobblehead in Arizona helped Mayfield and all of this. Little backstabbing bitch. But as an A's fan, I'm not bitter. Oh, oh, let me just tell you right now. Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray is dog shit. I'll tell you this right now. If Kyler Murray gets into a car accident or something, I might actually celebrate that. I hate that guy for so many reasons, mainly what he did to the Oakland A's. I'm no fan of the A's. I am a fan of honoring your word. when He said he wanted to try to play some football. He'll be back, and he'll sign his contract with the A's, and they gave him $3 million? No, I do not like him at all. No, this show is never PC. If that service comes with Chris Dahl, then we can all talk about it, or however the fuck you want to spell that cheap shit. Uh, I just sent you a story about how the NFL addressed this in their past. Okay, let's see. Little consistency in uh, professional athletes running afoul uh, of the law. It's not a new phenomenon and somewhat rare. Their actions result in deaths of innocent people. It appears to be the third such instance among the NFL players in the last 25 years. All cases are different there hasn't been a great deal of consistency Ruggs was released Tuesday night by the Raiders the league could impose further discipline if another team tries to sign him he won't Dante Stallworth a Cleveland Browns receiver that was a 1 year suspension Leonard Little a St. Louis Rams defensive end got 8 games Stallworth struck and killed a pedestrian around 7:15 his alcohol content measured at .12. He was charged with DUI manslaughter before agreeing to a plea deal. It saw him serve 24 days, uh, thousand hours at leaks Suspended Stalworth for 2009 season. Let me say this right now: the NFL is doing absolutely little to beyond, more little than anything. I don't understand how. If you take someone's life in the NFL, you're allowed to come back to the NFL. I don't understand that. I, I, I got a DUI. I didn't kill anybody. If I would have killed someone, I would have expected my radio career to be completely over. And by the way, rightfully so. I thought it was going to be over for getting a DUI, but I got a second chance. And I have not had a drink coming up on 25 years. The NFL, they they slapped these guys with a year fine. All right. They got million dollars in the bank. They can take a year off. And they come back to the league like nothing happened. I'm sorry. It's weak. It's weak on the NFL's part. If you take somebody's life, You better. Uh, let me just say this: You better be. You better hope that you're allowed to come back to the NFL because that family will fucking. I I hope that family gets part of those guys' paycheck, the rest of his playing life. Uh, I think with Stallworth, it was determined that he would have hit in the pedestrian. Wouldn't wouldn't have hit. The pedestrian even if he wasn't drunk because pedestrian he would have hit the pedestrian even if he wasn't drunk because the pedestrian was in the roadway pedestrian in that case that happened in florida and i believe the the pedestrian was a homeless person that was in the middle of a freeway i saw that the the packers released jalen smith after two games yeah i did see that and i, I was kind of intrigued by that because Jalen Smith was a great player with the Cowboys for a few years, and then this year we just let him go. Now that we've got a linebacker who blew out his ACL in the game, I read also that the Cowboys aren't interested in bringing him back. Was he a bad guy in the locker room? I'm just – there's a lot of stuff that the NFL doesn't make sense with me. And I'm sorry, if you kill somebody on the road and you're drunk, I think eight or nine game suspension is a little – little light. I used to party with Stelworth. He went to Grant High School. Well, there you go. Rugs was twice the legal limit and had a loaded gun in the car. Airbags deployed at 137 miles an hour. Dear God in heaven. Well, there goes your NFL dreams. You better fucking come correct now. I'm just telling you. By the way, speaking of stupidity and weird shit that I just seen, yesterday in California, a judge ruled for drug maker Johnson & Johnson. I haven't seen this happen yet. This has been one of the first ones I've seen. They ruled in favor of the defendant, or the, the, uh, yeah, I guess the defendant, it would be for drug companies who will not be held liable for the fueling widespread opiate addiction in the state. Very surprised at that. And then I thought to myself, oh, wait. It's California. They don't need to piss anybody off like Johnson & Johnson. Kind of like Steve Sisolak in Nevada. I'm sorry, Steve Sackadix, and how the officers let him clean his car out before he left with his security detail. Very, very interesting, if you ask me. All right, next break coming up, last break coming up next, 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at (laughs) gmail.com.
6: F-A-N-S. Or I gotta remember that combo of ACDC and the cult together. That shit
1: gets you fired up. For those about to rock, and then Ian Asbury, Billy Duffy, and the boys from the cult doing love removal machine. In the immortal words of the one and only Tommy Little. Holy shit! Man, that was good stuff right there. Uh, let's see, Fire says, fucking love this song, yeah, uh, the ACDC song, great. I, I, lo- I love the cult, the old cult, the, the first three albums of the cult, three of my favorite albums, Love, uh, Electric, and uh, Sonic Temple, three great albums, everything from ACDC I love, because it's AC/DC. Uh MJ says, so glad you're on the air today, buddy. Wasn't feeling great this morning, depressed for no reason whatsoever. Feeling better now, climbed out of bed and went f- went out fishing. You're the man. Well, you're the man. You went out fishing. Come on now. You just got to put a little Sturgill Simpson on. Put a little Sturgill on. You'll be good to go. But, hey, I'm glad to be here for you, Adam Jay. and thank you for, for, for saying that. That means when you guys reach out to me and tell me that I made your day, that totally makes my day. So I I want to say thank you so much, Adam Jay. Found out my t shirts are ready. My t shirts are getting printed today. Got some new t shirts, so that means yes, that's right. Tomorrow, t shirt time will be back, baby. By the way, huge sale going on at T Public again. My god, if you have not gotten one of the ass t shirts yet, what are you waiting on? And they're on sale for like 13 bucks. I put the link, the the link is in my bio, the link is on Facebook right now. It's so easy to get to. Um, Christopher says just looked up the story about Cardi B holy shit oh I'm sorry holy shit Yeah. <laughs> how in the fuck is this bitch not in jail or at least getting cancelled she deserves the Bill Cosby treatment but instead they're rewarding her with an awards show gig nobody tell Kevin Hart right Kevin Hart makes jokes about gay people 10 years ago gets fucking booted off the Academy Awards Cardi B robs people that she's dancing naked for, and she gets an award show. And Kevin Bra- Kevin Hart's black. Man, I tell you what, all my movie fans out there, listen up. The story broke late yesterday, and I am so very excited about this. Director Troy Duffy is teaming up once again with Norman Reedus and Sean Patrick Flannery for the Boondock Saints Part 3. Oh, I got it. Let let me just say this right now. I'm fired up. Now, a lot of people didn't like Part 2, and that's okay. You didn't have to like Part 2. Part 1 is epic, though. Part 2 was a tad bit on the cartoonish side. And they left the door wide open for part three. And finally, the Irish brothers, who kill for good, are coming back. Oh, I'm so excited about this. The script is being written by Duffy along with Flannery. Filming will start next May when Flannery completes his work on The Boys. Ooh. And when Reedus completes the work on The Walking Dead's final season. Uh, Producing it will be a guy who produced uh, Get Out and Black Klansman. Uh, Boondock Saints 2. Okay. So the last one came out in 2009. And if you've never seen a Boondock Saints movie, if you've never seen even part one, I say you got to see it. Boondock Saints is a gigantic box office failure. But man, oh man, when it came out on video, DVD release, This thing is such an underground cult hit. And it and all this show all the movie is is gratuitous violence. Two Irish brothers who are doing horrible, gratuitous violence to the underworld, and I say bravo. I mean, the first one, Ron Jeremy's in the first one, and he gets killed. The Boondock Saints movies are fantastic, and I've been waiting for part three, and I can't wait. Cannot wait. Uh, all right, let's see. Do I do the. Uh, let, let's just do this story and get this shit out of the way. <sighs> Andy Cohen, the gay guy who runs the Bravo Network, has come out and said that the next Bravo installment franchise of The Real Housewives. Will be the Real Housewives of, I'm not making this up. Dubai.
0: Um.
5: Um.
1: When you watch these housewife shows, and and, and I've seen like when I was first married to you know Satana, she watched. Oh, we got watch this. This is good. And, no, it's it's a bunch of rich women who complain about their perfect lives and their perfect marriages and their perfect houses and everything that in their world. And we watched the Jersey one and the Atlanta one. The Atlanta one is just fucking ghetto beyond ghetto means. New Jersey one was, <laughs> the scene where they Alec Baldwin, the cat is great. There's a great speech. Hold on, you know what? Let, let, before we talk about this, hold on. Um, one of my favorite scenes uh, was a speech done in the Boondock Saints part two I'm gonna play it for you because this is one of the most fascinating this, this is one of the most fabulous things ever said on screen I have to say here we go
0: men build things then we die it's in our fucking DNA that's what we do when it all falls down. We build it right back up again, but this time bigger, better. Look, look what we can do. Look how fucking beautiful we are. You think the men that built all this had it easy? Hard men. Doing hard shit, and that gives me a hard on. But not in a gay way or anything. No, no, of course not. Yeah, it goes what right saying. I am so sick of this self-help. 12-step, leftover, hippie generation bullshit. Now they don't want you to do anything, right? Just sit there. Don't drink, don't smoke, don't drive
6: fast. Kick my
0: ass! Fucking it! Do it all, I say! You think Duke Wayne spent all his time talking about his feelings? with a fucking therapist! There's no fucking way he did! John Wayne died with five pounds of undigested red meat in his ass! Not the man! men hide their feelings. Why? Because it's none of your fucking business. business! Men do not cry. Men do not pout. Men catch you with the fucking jaw and say... Thanks for coming out.
1: God, I love that. That is the truth right there. Now, back to the shit world of The Real Housewives of Dubai. Um, don't the ladies have to be covered up when they're in public all the time? Like, like it, it, it like, how is this going to be filmed? He said he couldn't be more excited to launch Bravo's first international housewives series. I, I don't understand it. I, I just don't. Like, so the, the gals are gonna have like cover on their face and all this kind of shit the whole time. They, they 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 can't have any like sexy time with their men because they can't show that on TV. I'll say this right now. I, I this this is my personal thing. This is what I'm thinking. The real housewives of Dubai. This is going to be a headline. I gotta mark this down. You got to mark this down in my predictions. Real housewife of Dubai stoned to death. To death for the show. I I think it's going to happen. Or the real hutwives wives of homeless. This is a terrible idea. There's going to be... Oh, this is so bad. Ooh, Andy Cohen's kid's getting older, and that kid is ugly. Wow. Yikes. So, for all you gals out there that love the real housewives, now you got a new one to watch. All right. It's getting to be that time, and to let everybody know, yes, the fucking tree is up in Casa de Estates. The tree is up. There's decorations up. The stockings are up. So might as well start talking about some of the hottest gift ideas for the year. All right, here we go. These are these are just a few. How about the uh, GI Joe Origins Ninja Role Play Set? $20.99. I don't even know what that is. The Bumblebee Cyberverse Adventures Dinobots Unite Rollin' Charge Action Figure for 52.99. Oh, look on the bright side. You don't have to do shit for two months. In Casa de Cooper, I put Santa hats on the Halloween decorations. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Santa and all that stuff is up. Ghost says, I'll take anything grunt style and large or extra large, especially if it's offensive. Uh, toys are more focused attraction. Uh, let's see. The National Geographic light-up air rockets. Boy, that just, your kid asked for that, your kid's a dork. Uh, anything from National Geographic. I mean, that doesn't include, you know, 40-pound bazongas or titties. No. FAO Schwartz, the ultimate tie-dye set. No, that's gay. Hot Wheels Monster Truck Stunt tire playset, eighteen ninety nine. Now that's kind of cool. Douglas says he didn't even. Or, or Brady kid, Douglas, he didn't even help me out. It didn't. You did it after I went to bed. Jackass. Will jet speeds be available for moms who have to get the ships for these gifts? Right. The Paw Patrol Marshall transforming vehicle. Now, now, look here. All you dads out there listening, hear me. If you have a son, and your son asks for the My Little Pony Sing and Skate Sunny Star Scout, you can send him to me, and I'll fix him. I, I will get the little pony out of him. No, you don't want this. Barbie Color Reveal. The Play-Doh Rise and Surprise Cake Set. Here's the surprise. It'll give you food poisoning when your dumbass fucking kid eats it. Super Mario Nintendo Deluxe Bowser Castle Playset. The Marvel Spidey and His Amazing Friends Web Crawlers. Ooh, here you go. Here's a big ticket item here. Razor A5 Kick Scooter, $109. They still sell them scooter deals? That's craziness. Kids want that shit? I, I, I don't even know anymore. I, I don't know what kids want. Family Games on their Monopoly Builder? No. Uno Triple Play for $21.99? Uno costs $21.99? Jesus. Yeah, well, I had to help with the stockings because there was another A up there. We got to get rid of that. There's only one A up there. That we 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 need to talk to that person. That that that, that chunky gal needs to go by her damn middle name. See, there there's only one A up there, people. I cut my down my own tree in the woods so I don't put one up until early December. I uh, love the cedars, love the smell, and hey, you can have all that shit. I'm fine with plastic. Uh, throw a shoe at the kid, yeah, yeah. If the kid wants a little pony, fucking no, my little pony. Look, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for more of these type of stories of the the hottest gifts out there for kids. We'll we'll start doing them, and we'll 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 do all the trashy ones too. The oh, you know. Uh, Christmas gift ideas for him, which will be, you know, fucking brute cologne and, you know, all the shit that dads end up getting that they don't ever fucking want. You know, crap. Uh, you want to depony your sons at an early age? Show them the video of Bronies Convention. Yeah. Uh huh. Do you want to end up like this? You're welcome. Amen to that, my friend. Where do you even find a tree right now? Tree lots don't usually show up till the end of the month. Oh, we we found our tree in the garage. You goddamn right. Arnie wants a watch. Eighteen? Yeah, I do. I want the the I want the uh, what? Who's he? What's it? The uh, the Invicta. It's it's fifty six millimeters. So this would be a big ass watch, right? The Shack watch, and it's silver and diamonds. And it's only eighteen hundred dollars. That's it. And that's that's what I'd like. Christopher, I've never had a real Christmas tree in my entire life. All 50 years I've been on Earth, I've never had a real Christmas tree. Why? Well, my parents didn't want to fucking do, deal with that. And I'm cool with it. Um, my daughter will be twenty on Christmas Eve. She has her own apartment. She told me that she wants a mini charcoal barbecue and a blender. Well, there you go. I want a diamond Victor watch. That's what I want. I gotta have some bling on. All right. Speaking of bling, I looked at this guy's restaurant. We, we, you all know who the Salt Bay fella is? The, this asshole who cuts cuts up full steaks while you know instead of letting the customers cut them up. And eat at their own leisure. He cuts them up so they all, the, all the juice spills out and it gets cold. You know this asshole, and he does that weird thing with his his elbow and salt when he drops the salt on there. I found out, motherfucker has got. Uh, hold on a second here. Dean Winters is in constant pain from multiple amputations. Who's this? Is that the guy who plays Mayhem? Yeah, that's the guy. May wow, I gotta save that story. Hold on a second here. I want to save this. Uh huh. Let me let me let me write myself an email because I didn't know he had a bunch of amputations. All right, now I can go back to being in the story. Um. So Salt Bay. Wilford Brimley raged diabetically watching Salt Bay. I don't have a problem with bugs. You'd think I would, but cedars are the best. Shake the tree a little before bringing it home. So far, so good. I'm going through life knowing that fake trees exist, but assuming nobody actually uses them. Oh, I use them, and I love them. Ain't got to water them. You ain't got to worry about the dogs pissing on them. Any of that kind of stuff. Uh, All right. This guy's name is Nursic Gokies. So if you've ever seen his videos, you see him cooking up these steaks. And motherfucker got a restaurant here in Dallas. And I looked it up. Ain't no way I'm ever going to that restaurant. Because he has, I mean, he's got that. He's crazy. He's got a giant tomahawk steak that he puts gold on. He's got a gold. Tomahawk steak, and he sells it for like $1,800 at his restaurant, okay? There is no way I am ever paying $1,800 for a steak not cooked by me, and now it's covered in gold, all because I want to be able to say that I shit gold. Not even I am that cavalier, but he's opening a new steakhouse in London, Now, let me tell you, his prices are ridiculous. Not only does he have a $1,900 steak, he has a regular ribeye that doesn't have the gold on it. That costs like $375. And his steaks and all his appetizers are crazy prices and this. And you'd say, hey, man, that guy, that's where I want to work. If they're they're charging $1,600 or $1,900 for a steak, I want to work there. And let me just say, <phone rings> no, you don't. You ready for this? For his brand new restaurant, London Steakhouse Nazareth, Ner- is offering a station chef job for $18 an hour. <laughs> Eighteen dollars an hour. You will play a vital part in a large team and will support the head chef during service. To your successful candidate, Nerset London offers a highly competitive salary. Uh, Hold on a second here. Uh, No, no, no. After opening last September, his London restaurant in Knightsbridge was criticized because the desserts cost thirty-five dollars, a soda is twelve dollars. Are they squeezing it right from Dr. Pepper? A burger there—it's their golden burger—is hundred and thirty-six dollars, and they're paying—they're—they're paying sixteen bucks an hour to be a side chef. How about you fuck yourself? Oh, and here's another reason why I don't ever have to go there. Do you know who eats there? DJ Khaled. I, I don't ever need to go there. DJ Khaled eats there. Does DJ Khaled say, stand up, stand up, you're in a restaurant. Oh, I hate that fat fuck. David Beckham eats there. I can't understand a word he fucking says. I, that ain't English he's speaking. He's speaking gibberish. And Leonardo DiCaprio? Leonardo DiCaprio eats meat. Can can somebody verify that? Because I thought he was all fruity and shit, and and and, and Mister, uh, 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 what what's it? The environment. I thought he was all woke and shit. He eats meat. I mean, I still think he's a little on the, like, like. I mean, these are. So, oh. Well, here's a celebrity I'd like to beat up. It's Leonardo DiCaprio. Just to whoop his ass. I'd like to beat him up and then go, there was fucking room for you on that door, you pussy. I can't believe this guy only pays 16 to 18 bucks an hour. Good God. The fucking dessert costs more than you make an hour. That's sad. So the servers in business make bank off tips, and the chef makes pennies? Yeah, I'm going to trust my plate doesn't have DNA on it, right? Oh, God, yeah. By the way, 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 I haven't mentioned it yet. Today's Wednesday, so we got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then four days away from the season premiere of Yellowstone.
0: It's coming back, baby.
4: Woo!
1: I'll eat at this guy's restaurant. If, like, you know, he invites me there to eat for free, I'll eat the golden steak. Compared to dog shit and jerk off show, (laughs) Arnie shit's gold. Thank you. I appreciate that. Good God, I mean this guy's a fucking tool bag. Let me show you, oh, I'm going to drizzle salt on this. You're a tool. Now I'm telling you right now you come out of that fucking back part of the restaurant and you flop my big ass fucking tomahawk in front of me and you start cutting it up. I'm gonna slap I'm gonna slap the ponytail off your damn head. Oh, I hate that. I've asked people because I-, I see it happen all the time now. It's just a presentation thing. Hey, don't. I'll send the steak back. You come, and, and it's only happened to me once, and I was caught so off guard by it because it was at the beginning of this shit. Uh, Brady Kidd and I were in Vegas. We went to the uh, Smith & Walensky's there, a steakhouse that I do love. And they bring out this fucking tomahawk ribeye. It's hanging there, right? And I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And, like, there's a great part of the fatty part where the fat meets the cap. It's still on the bone. The problem was the moron that was melting the butter was fucking torching the shit out of that to where that was more than well done. And then he puts it down on the plate and he starts cutting it up. I'm like, what, 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 what are you doing? I got to tell you, I, I don't like that at all. I do not like that at whatsoever. If that's the way your restaurant rolls, then guess what? I'll I'll go back to the Outback because I'm good cutting up my own steak. I'm a big boy. I can cut up my own steak, Mommy. All right, here we go. Last story of the day. This is gross. Lana Michaels made a candid confession during an interview with the Sun last week. Michaels, who has two children, ages 11 and 7. She's not t- like like in Scotland I would say that she's probably a 9 in Scotland. She she'd be like you know a, a a trailer park 7 in West Virginia. You know, so incorporated parts of the world, she's she's down below a 5. Well, she revealed that When I had my children, I breastfed my children. Okay, that's normal. That's normal you breastfeed your kids, right? Uh, To a certain age. And she says, I really miss breastfeeding and the feeling of it, she said. Now, this gal's a little wild. She has an open relationship. And she says that we both like trying different things, meaning they had a swinging session last year, and and she had this idea. She said, I'd been sucking from another woman when I started feeling milk in my mouth. That burned up the sexual idea of breast milk connected with sex, and I went from there. She took to the Internet to discover how she could restart her milk supply and found an herbal supplement that might help. After three days of taking the supplement, I had a drop of milk in my breast. And my boyfriend started to breastfeed right then and there. The couple who identify as vegan were recently featured in the British documentary Breastfeeding My Boyfriend. We don't think it's weird, and we don't care if it's not normal. Indeed, the couple aren't the only ones enjoying adult breastfeeding. Atlanta bartender Jennifer Mulford admitted she always dreamed of breastfeeding her partner and proposed the idea to her boyfriend, Brad, who was happy to oblige. At that moment, I knew that I had a partner for life. We both wanted the same thing out of the relationship, a magical bond that only breastfeeding can achieve. Let me just say this right now. I enjoy judging people. I do it for a living, because when I do this show. So let me just tell you this right now. If if it look, let's say that you and your gal pal, you decide to get kind of kinky one night, and she starts to you know feed you from the tap, if you know what I mean. You you, you, you you cannot, you, you can't tell your male friends because I, I'm just going to let you know right now. Your male friends are going to eviscerate you. That's what's going to happen. This guy, Brad, who lives in Atlanta. See, over in England, look, those chaps are going to fuck with this guy. I, I I seen a picture of this fella. They, they fuck with him because he got girl hair and all kinds of shit. He gets beat up a lot over there in Scotland. Ooh, a Mount Rushmore of tits. I'll have to work on that. I'm certain Michelle breastfeeds Barack. Yeah, from her cock. But but, but 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 no, 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 no. Uh-uh. Look, man, i never forget one time I saw that shit in a porno. I had turned that damn porno off. I don't want no no mom feelings going on there. You squeeze the old hoot and some fucking milk shoots out. It's like you're the Peter North of tits. That's gross, man. I breastfeed my fiance. I feel sexier. I don't. I feel like I need a fucking rape shower after reading that story. I mean, honestly. Douglas says, hey, babe, I need some milk for my cereal. <laughs> Look, look, I, it, it, if you're afraid to say it to me, that's fine. I, I, I understand because I'm being very judgmental right now, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> squirt fed, the queen squirt fed <laughs> Prince Andrew. Oh, well, that, that explains a lot. I mean, seriously, dude? No. No, this kid, ca- no. I just can't dig this. This would freak me out too much. This is too mommy thing. Isn't it? No. uh Uh-uh. No. I'm done. I'm done. Sorry. I I have to end the show on that one. So, hey, if you you get breastfed by your gal, more power to you. God bless you, but something's wrong. Uh, (laughs) We'll be back tomorrow. Uh this was a fantastic pump day pump day pump day We'll be back tomorrow Friday eve same arnie time same arnie channel please remember every room you walk in is better why because you are in there So until tomorrow have a fantastic Wednesday and adios everybody
2: never saw the end in sight, fools are kind of blind, thought everything was going all right, but I was running out of time, cause you had one foot out the door, I swear I didn't see, but if you're really going anyway, here's some final I love you anyway. Every single word is true, and I think you need to know. So use it as a bookmark, stick it on your refrigerator door, hang it in a picture frame up above the mantel where you'll see it for sure. Maybe write this down, take a little note to remind you, in case you didn't know. Tell yourself I love you and I don't want you to go, write this down, take my words and read them every day, keep them close by.